You're listening to Quest for the Book of Dawn, a Casters and Castles production. This is episode 32, part 2, A Small War. Welcome back to Quest for the Book of Dawn. I believe that we are all fully armed and operational. Uh, while we were fixing things up, we did a little bit of research on Josh's ability. And before I speak to that, I'm going to do a couple of things. First off, as Josh continues to plot, we are going to have... Oh, no, because the rest of the team, you were going to go talk to Neve, weren't you? Mm. Well, oh. actually, the more I thought about this, the more mm -hmm. I realized it would be out of character for Thoros to think ahead. <laughs> so it just doesn't make sense for that. It just makes sense to just roll with the whatever's going on. And mm -hmm. the, the, what I was planning was going to Neve and, and saying, like... Thoras is going to invade your enemy, your sworn enemy, your sister. Anything to assist? I'm going to be dealing some serious damage to a court. Um, but then I, yeah, I don't think Thoras would think that far ahead. He would just go mm -hmm. in and do damage. All right. So if you want to bring a Sealy War Party with you, they will literally just say, hey, can we have some soldiers to go mess up your sister's day? And she'll just sign the check, like immediately. So if you mm -hmm. want to bring reinforcements with you, you can choose to do that without having to go speak to her. I might be wise. Let's do a quick vote on that. What do we think? Aaron and Lysha? War. Little bit of war. Just, just a, a tiny just bit of war. Steely yeah. <laughs> soldiers seem like such a bad idea. A war sounds very exciting. I've been here the whole time. Poggers. Hello, Hello. Oh, that's that's all I can answer. How long have you been here? <laughs> the whole time. Are you really going to invade the unsealy court? Yeah, you down? Of oh, course! Were you briefly scarred and aware of how much damage you had done? You know what? I think, that got I think that literally got erased by an act of God. Oh. The rivers of Lethe. Like, that made Korak forget he wasn't a bear. That same thing, like, right after Alika had this whole realization that, oh my god, I'm traveling with horrible people. Mind wiped. <laughs> <laughs> Not horrible. Just prefer an advantage. I'm still in a fight. That's all. <laughs> traumatic. I won't say horrible, but I will say traumatic. Nobody can well, argue with me on that one. I understand. These people I understand are if you don't want to go back and show your face at the ceiling court, Aisha. But we can still go. You can maybe wait on the outskirts. You know, mm. whip up a little something, something with the campfire. Maybe you know. I mean, I'm just saying. Wait for our return. I mean, my people hate are with every fiber of our being. And we, we triumphantly will return at the head of a great Sealy War host with glittering blades, and we'll, we'll just turn up and fuck shit up. Hmm. What do you think, Boris? I don't hate anyone, and um, I hate her. Like, I just, it's... Yes. And I still try All right, to see, so you are calling... Thoras got to make the call. Thoras is the one who's in the Sealy Court. Stealth warriors. <laughs> yeah, very stealthy warriors with very glittery, shiny... Emblazoned armor. It's very in character. <laughs> All right. So first off, the Sealy are going to send send you with an armed party, which is not an eventuality that I prepared for, but I'm going to whip that up really fast. The reason I'm doing this now is because, given our time constraints, I am going to conspire for the next phase of Alan's plan to transpire either immediately before or as the party arrives for uh, consolidation of. Screen mm -hmm. time. Okay. Mm -hmm. That Check being out. said, <clears throat> chat was wise enough to point out, uh, source me to the original ability, Alan, that says that yes. the shadow you steal can only be that of a humanoid. And ah, I... That I, is an issue. I have judged thusly. You are not currently a humanoid. You are currently a chicken. 
you That's could true. you could I'm in a your chickenoid. You could steal the shadow of a chickenoid or a chicken like creature at the moment. Ah. Chicken this sets me down a dark path. No. Thus, Wait, no, and, dude. And thus speaks <laughs> Alan O'Dale to the sparrows. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> I will say in Wait, English now them, right? what I would have said in the foul tongue. You're trying to play fucking God? You give them life, you take it away? I, <clears throat> I say Alan, to them are this. you really that evil? I say to them this. What were their names again? Jack and Bill. I think yes, it was, Jack like and Bill. I said you them, gave them names. Jack, Bill, do you enjoy the burden of knowledge, life, sentience, the awareness of your own mortality? I How wish for nothing more than to return to the sweet bosom of ignorance. Who said that? Which one replied first? Bill. Bill was the first sparrow that you awakened. Bill? I believe I can grant that wish. And you can help me on my journey whilst returning to the to the blissfully ignorant place from which you began. A void, an empty area. Your head will possess no thoughts and you will never be sentient evermore. Do you wish this? You wish me to grant this upon you? Yes, yes, please, spare me. <laughs> Jack? Come close. Bill, stand over there. <laughs> and I'm gonna chicken I'm whisper in, in I'm gonna chicken whisper in Jack's ear. I'm gonna say, Jack, I ask of you the hardest task any sentient being can have. I ask you to recognize the pain of your own mortality and take that infernal suffering away from our good friend Bill. I don't believe that he can live with that burden any longer. It has been a long time coming. And also make sure his shadow lands exactly where I am. But that, that's a secondary concern. That is a secondary, but also very important concern. You must get both of them. But think of, think of the good that you are doing. And one day, perhaps you too will have the sweet release of death. Are you making a serial killer out of a sparrow? No, it's not a serial killer until he kills multiple things. He is only a one-time murderer at this point. Only a, only a poultry killer. Yeah, I believe sparrows will frequently fight for territory. Defining and so <laughs> I think sneaking up behind Bill and pecking him in the back of the head or pecking his eyes out or something should fairly quickly bring the sweet release of death upon, upon my original creation. Uh, sparrows have been known to attack at least 70 different species of birds, but the one species they seem to fight with most is each other. Wow. Okay, Alan, roll a persuasion check to convince Jack. My, guy, my guy's an ornithologist. Yeah. 22. 22. Plus 13. So oh. <laughs> I have plus 13 <laughs> on persuasion. You dick. So you want me, you want me to, to kill Bill? Jack, you must realize. Oh, no, that you are doing Bill, Bill. You really? Are doing him. <laughs> really? <laughs> you are you are not killing him. You are releasing him from the shackles of sentience. I should never have brought you into being, and I will only keep you in this state for as long as I deem absolutely necessary. You must know, I love you, Jack. I love oh, you. Roll a deception check. I love Jack and Bill. Oh, deception. 
I mean, that is disgusting. <laughs> yes! 19. 19. <laughs> all right. All right. You must know that I love you both, and I only wish the very best for you. But a reminder, please make sure the sun is directly southeast of us. There's no sign of this accursed place, only the witch lights of these denizens. But yeah, sure, I'll frank the bird. Yeah, yeah, make sure, make sure the shadow lands on me. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The, the scene that transpires next occurs appropriately enough in shadow as the camera pans away from the chicken's cage and goes behind the dancing, wildly frenetic, violent, everlasting party going on. And we can see just in the flickering light the shadow of one tiny little sparrow and another hop, hop, hop. <laughs> And then he pegs him. A peg pegs him. Then he pegs him. <laughs> pegs him. Pegs him. Pegs the first him. casualty of this reunion is a sparrow. <laughs> God damn it, Mitch. <laughs> All right. Oh, there's only one way that I can possibly respond to all of this nonsense. I thought you were. <laughs> Round four. Glorious rebirth. Death is not the end. From the ashes you will rise. No! <laughs> what? <laughs> this is getting wasted on a fucking sparrow. Mm. It is absolutely getting wasted on a fucking sparrow. <laughs> Wow, I feel like the inevitability of death has just been turned around in this young sparrow's mind and he feels trapped inside everlasting life. Can you imagine being an, an immortal that only wishes to die? That's what the sparrow must feel like. I've tried to kill it and it just will not accept the blissful ignorance of death. Okay. Um, I, I, I have to do this. It's just, it's too, all right. Until the next sunrise, until the next sunrise, death has no power over you. If you die, you immediately return to full health in a blaze of glorious light. You may use this gift on an ally as long as it's something. Anyways, it doesn't matter. What matters is that the spark of Zalar, the Sunrider, finds its way even to this dark, starless place. And as the one bird is turned against the other in a reenactment of what would happen in the blissful ignorance of the wild, and it, again, from the shadows, we can see it stabbing in. The problem is, Alan, that as it dies, there is no shadow, for it casts its own shadow in a burst of light as it is reborn. <laughs> I mean, at this point, people are just fucking with me. The gods are just fucking with me. This is ridiculous. That's been obvious for a <laughs> okay. while. Well, then, at this point, I summon them both to me, and I immediately have to spin this as some miraculous test. You know, like like fucking Abraham being asked to kill Isaac. <laughs> I, I, I speak to them both, and I'm like, Jack, Bill, you have surpassed my greatest test for you both. The hardest part of being sentient is knowing when to rob others of that gift <laughs> <laughs> and I, I i speak to them both and i 
I I thank. I don't um, think that was the message of Abraham and Isaac. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't, <laughs> quite, it wasn't quite. It wasn't quite. But I'm now getting to the important message. You know, I'm, I'm saying that this was a serious test where it's testing Jack's um, trust in me and yeah. His, yeah, and his resolve. And I now know that he will carry out the most dauntless task and is worthy of the highest praise. And for Bill, he has become an esteemed immortal being. And he should never fear again, for death is never something that will touch him. And I pat him on the. I've, I pet death, him well. Right. And I like. Is pet he him on the actually immortal now? No, he's not. I'm just telling him he is. I, I, I pat him, pat him on his his little sparrow shoulder, and I say, "This is a heavy burden, but some must carry it. And you are a special, special being. I know you're capable of it." Well, what does he say? Um, is that deceitful? Yes, absolutely. But I'm going to say it's kind of part of the same deception that he's been spinning. The four pillars of creation are laid bare before me. I have experienced birth, life, death, and renewal. All of the universe now lies at my beak tip. <laughs> it, it does. It's, it does. I... I am so sorry to have put such a severe burden upon you, but I know that you are of the quality to be able to handle it. I have another task for you both, if uh, <laughs> if if you may. I have seen the top of the mountain, and lesser birds will worship me as though I were a god. Yes, you also must learn when to shut the fuck up, Bill. Um, that is an incredibly important talent of the immortals. Uh, you mustn't go around, you know, touting the fact that you're immortal all the time, otherwise people will get pissed off about it. But all right, you know, yeah, you're, you're a very special being, okay? Calm your, calm your fucking breasts. All right, I, I am now going to ask them both to isolate the, the one of the... Um, one of the red caps and oh no what am i going to do here um <clears throat> i want them to try and cause shit around my um around my cage essentially i want them to try and stir up a fight around my cage as close <laughs> as possible so that there is some way of uh, uh of someone dying in close proximity the closer they are the more likely a shadow is to be cast in my direction okay how can they go about doing that? I'm thinking dive bombing and pecking people and blaming it on others. Wait until someone's back is turned, stab them in the eye, fleet away, blame it, you know, someone else. Perhaps there was until someone's back is pit. turned and then stab them in the eye. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe I should be more precise with the, uh, with the, with the directions. <laughs> Wait until someone's back is turned, stab them in the back of the neck, fly away, make sure you're not seen. They're going to assume it's somebody else. Wait, do that. They've got to be avian, right? Can I speak with animals? <laughs> yes, you can speak with animals in your right. Humanoid. Can yes. You in this yes, you can steal a humanoid shadow. I think Joe's given me the ability to do both. Temporarily. So I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm trying right. to lure humanoids closer and get mm-hmm. them to beat the shit out of each other. Okay. Is there anyone in particular that you want them to target? Particularly red caps, I think, because they are the most inclined from what I've witnessed so far to be violent to each other for no good reason. Okay. Roll an arcana check, please. Mm. Twelve. Twelve. All right. I will remind you that the term humanoid does not merely refer to being bipedal. Mm. 
doesn't it? What what does no. the term humanoid refer to? Well, it could be the god the um like centaurs, right? Or no. whatever. Um they're equine. Yeah, actually well, I think have, according have to the rules they're humanoid. monstrosities. Um Are they? anyway. Anyways, what I'm saying is just because it walks around in Humanoids are mortals. Oh, Faye okay. wouldn't work. Correct. So, Faye would not work. Okay. All right. Well, I would have more. I would be more knowledgeable than Josh is. So, um, what else do we have around here? Hags. Some little pirate things. What are, what are these? <laughs> what are these things? Over uh, on the right. Use the ruler uh, tool, was... which is on your left-hand side, or click and Oops. hold to, like, pulse. But the ruler's better because it lets me poke things. Where on earth is the ruler? There it is. Okay. Um, what I'm thinking is, like, this thing. What is what is this little bearded beast down ah, here? Ah, well, that appears to be a dwarf. Is that a humanoid? Dwarves are humanoids. Good. Let's fuck up some dwarves. They can't, right. They're probably not going to... Yeah, they're probably not going to look downwards because most of the things that would start fights with them are above them. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying approach from the floor, swoop up, peck them in the chin, fuck off, you know, that kind of strategy. All we're right. Gonna, we're not going to dive bomb because dwarves always look upwards if they're getting attacked. You know, that's just natural. So instead, attack them from below and they'll, they'll never look down. They'll never realize it's a sparrow. All right. As you are wrestling up some trouble, I am going to drop the rest of the party onto the map. Mm. theoretically probably when the system properly responds uh you're gonna be appearing in these woods over here along with a fey hoodie that i will wrestle up for you in a moment we are going with the war party right yes you wanted a stealthy war party a strike mm -hmm. team if you will yes mm -hmm. Oh, that's what we are. <clears throat> I'm just going to refresh Rule 20 here, so that gives me a moment. I'm going to pick out some appropriate Fae to lead a strike team. So you are down here, as is Olika. <laughs> and from your hidden, hidden in these trees, you can survey the lay of the land. Feel free to ask questions as you will. The first thing that is obvious for one and all is the presence of this beautiful harp which those of you who have been to Glassweb Grotto, which is all of you, would recognize as made of living glass. I believe Deertarith was able to play such a vessel in his time and produced unearthly, ethereal, celestial music. Was that not the toe harp from Alan? Well, I mean, he hasn't received it yet, and I don't remember. Did you re specifically request the toe harp model, or did you want a standard harp so that you could just do it in either <laughs> modality as needed? I think it was a standard harp. I don't think I specifically requested a toe harp. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. So you <clears throat> notice the harp in the middle, uh, untouched by anybody. You notice a big old mosh pit over here surrounded by all sorts of food. I think, again, most of you have been here before. There are goblins, duskthorn dryads, redcaps, uh, floating eerie fae spirits, dwarves with unkept hair wearing... Uh, burlap sacks for their clothes. Did you say these the average denizens of the Unsealy Court? Yeah. These ones add up. There are some guards sort of at the main entrances. These Malthas Stormcrow Fae wearing hoods, wielding swords with shields. They're on watch. 
And uh, most of the activity is down here, but there's a large group up here in what we'll call the Northeast, centered around these hags who are double-double toil and troubling it up. Two hulking, roided-out shadow fae, a dog with a face, a yeth hound, and a, uh, an, the most important-looking person, who is not the Lady Rowan, because she is not around, is standing right next to the throne. Feel free to survey the territory and ask questions as I assemble your war party. Uh, Josh, sparrows don't really have great modifiers, so I'm just going to have you roll a flat 1d20 to see how their plot is going. Mm-hmm. Oops, I rolled a 1d29. That's not... That's <laughs> mathematically impossible. <laughs> well, I rolled a 4 on the d20. I rolled a 14 on the d29. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll 1d69 plus 420. Um, yeah, so they immediately get detected. They, you, you had told them exactly what to do in order to avoid getting detected. They've immediately been detected by the dwarf that they're just dive-bombing this dwarf. And the dwarf is now drunkenly swatting at the air in an attempt to mm. knock him out. You're going to get your <laughs> sparrows killed okay. right after you told them they were immortal. I, I have a question. Yes, sir. What do the skies look like? Skies? Anything inhabiting them? It is twilight. It is an eerie purple with no, with just a few, you can see the stars, but they're incredibly distant. The trees Mm. reach up hundreds of feet into the air to provide a canopy, but between them you can see this dark purple twilight sky. Are you looking for like beasts? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm looking for, for anything that is in the sky, beasts or... I don't know. Everyone gets one XP. I was on mute. I imagine that there's eerie birds and, and unearthly owls and giant bats. But this is, again, the establishing shot that kind of see, you see eyes blinking yeah. in the dark woods and stuff. So there's, there's sure. critters up there. Okay. Are you looking to and rustle up a critter? In theory, mm-hmm. how long does flight last? Okay. I can look that up. From my battle axe named Habrian. That's going to take you... me a moment to look up, but it lasts at least 10 minutes, I want to say, possibly an hour. That's enough time. Mitch, what were you asking? Mm. That's enough time. Mm. Oh, there we go. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, um, to say to the stealth party real quick. Wait, I'm like, can I cast Pass Without a Trace on all of us? Yeah, That's you can cast idea. Pass Without a Trace. <laughs> That's fine. Joe's favorite spell. Um, so yeah, Lysha would, you know, true. Mm-hmm. With some, uh, a little bit hesitantly, because it's with good intent, cast Pass Without a Trace on her party. All right. Uh, what's the area of effect of that spell? Everyone has to be within a certain number of feet of you. Uh, everyone must be with its concentration spell. Uh, they need to be within 30 feet. Okay. Did something weird happen to Ashley's mic? That's fun of me. Is that just me? It's Not on my me. side. I mean, you, you've you turned oh. into a goblin from beyond time and space, but that's yeah, fixable. Oh, Erin has no idea what Thoras is doing, but Erin spent some time with Thoras trying to shake down the swell... Um, sort of uh, unsealy fay about their, mm-hmm. their training regime. Tried to add them to the list of training partners for the off-season. They didn't want to do that. <laughs> exactly. Um, They're so good. They're so he good. He is inclined. Okay, so 
is it apparent to us right now where Alan is? Is he in a gilded cage? Is he a pride of place? Is it remotely clear from where we're standing where we might find him? Roll perception check, please. The distance is... Like 90 feet. With a 10? No, all, it's not are immediately we obvious. To, are we all okay, Lysha, like, just locks on. <laughs> well, I have perfect dark vision. Hello, I you, can you, see, like, yes. Lady Maeve. So, a, uh, a dark silver cage on the right armchair of the Great Throne. Thoras, you also quite easily see it. Mm. Yes, I was too busy looking for booty, as usual. <laughs> Among the goblins, not picky. I no, well, maybe ran maybe away from some, the sky cloud. Maybe elves. there was some swarthy looking, you know, swarthy looking wench floating about. I don't know. I don't Remember know, the sky clad uh... <laughs> Wasn't there a sky clad blacksmith oh. or something? Do you, you mean the one from um, Clydor? One from Clydor, right? Yeah. One that Aaron, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was. She was uh, more of a general. And I don't think she really responded to Aaron's advances. Yeah. No, because uh, Lysha Plant promised you Skyclad Elves, so didn't it become canon that like Yes, they, they forge in the nude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yes. True, true. That okay. sounds awful. Um, so, yes. It's so, like cooking bacon, like but really worse. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's it better than they're going to look now when this, this immortal flame just like rips through their, uh, their locale, I suppose. Um, Aaron is of the mind of, of trying to... <clears throat> Utilize the distraction to to sneak in and and and, and grab. Well, his 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 Thoras's idea. Yep. Thoras is gonna usher you all, but not the stealth Sealy Court party. It's okay. like da, 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 da. sorry, Thoras only wants to speak to these two. Very these two very weak. I need to I need to speak to separately. Uh, not that weak, actually. You understand, mm-hmm. don't you? So Sealy Court. Not weak Corp. at all. No. Mm. Very weak. I need to tell them. Apparently, I have a weapon of mass destruction. It's like a kind of a problem, and I may or may not be having a mental breakdown. And it's fine. We're absolutely fine. They glare at Lysha. Thoras is trying to learn a thing or two from Alan. Um, Direct warfare. Very fun. Very fun. Very fun direct warfare. But I have um, that axe. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> axe. Uh, yeah. Axe, if I think hard enough, I throw it and I follow it. Yes, you understand? Stealthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like a very stealthy way, unless no, uh, are you tra- if you're trying to go uh, o- overhead. Listen, I Thoras is thinking very hard. It's hard. <laughs> Head hurting, but uh, mm-hmm. Thoras is maybe planning. Yes. Yes, Thoras maybe have plan. Axe, trust. They don't know about my axe being able to fly, do they? No, and I have terrible news, Thoras. Oh no! I have I have just the worst news. What, what is the news? Um, okay, with a lead up like that, I'm gonna have to just do this right now. But um. <laughs> the bells of sticks. Hatred dies with the dead and consigns the living to their ranks. What the fuck does that do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I get a choice. Mm. Um, And I'll tell you what the actual bad news is in a moment. Mm -hmm. All right. 
The first choice is the Kerber Thrall, the Charnel Hound, appears and fucks up any enemies of Ramius nearby. Nobody in attendance is a particular enemy of Ramius, so that's out. Second, any fiends or undead in the area are dragged down to hell. There are none of those, so that's out. Does the sparrow count as an undead? No, because it was resurrected like the phoenix. (laughs) But this could come up in a moment, because the third choice is a dying creature is given a choice. Instead of dying, it can serve Ramius as his night of death upon the living world. So if one of your sparrows dies again... (laughs) (laughs) It can serve... Or any of the other attendants here. Right, which could accomplish absolutely nothing except just stealing another shadow from you. (laughs) Yeah, that that would be tragic. That's pretty funny. Uh, All right, so next thing that dies, that's on the table. That Mm -hmm. was 5 of 11. So here's what else. What's the bad news? Uh, The bad news is your axe doesn't have a duration. You have a fly mm-hmm. speed equal to your speed. You can you can just fly. You just fly now. How is that bad news? For me! <laughs> I was going to say! Dude, yeah, I'm about to break the game! <laughs> I mean, okay. So he, outside of the role play, Thoras's plan is as follows. He's going to try and take a page out of Alan O'Dale's book here. The stealth party, he would love to partake in a bit of warfare, just a cheeky little bit of side warfare. You know how yeah, it goes. Yeah. A bit, a bit of axe swinging, everything else. But he figures if they if they get sent in as a bit of a distraction and they draw the eyes and everything else, Thoras will be able to... I mean, he hasn't let any of you guys know, but he's just planning on essentially swooping in with the axe, grabbing Alan O'Dale, and just getting the hell out of there. Uh-huh. Seems fair. But he hasn't articulated that at all very well. So no. all you hear is Thoras saying, uh, Alan, um, sneaking war party. I, I will convince them to fight, and then I will fly in. Aaron molding, by the way, because his once-a-day ability to fly for 30 minutes now seems pretty <laughs> shit. <laughs> There's also it, yeah. an awful lot of attention in this kind of uh, surrounding. Mm-hmm. I mean... <clears throat> Uh, all right, you're gonna fly in, fly in. yeah. And and Alan, I will. He's tiny. I. It's easy. I put him in my loincloth. It's very easy. <laughs> and then Don't we fly. Do that. <laughs> all right. No, I like how, I like the sound of that. Honestly, I really do. Uh, well, right. Well, if you're gonna do that, then perhaps I can take revenge on the people that stomped me with their steel cap boots. Mm. Not a week but, prior. But, but please prepare to run. I do not think we fight their war. It's not our fight. I mean, it, I think my, it might be my fight technically, but I don't know for sure. Listen, uh, you don't need to convince me to run from severe, superior numbers. That's fine. Yeah, you, you, you get him and I will run. How about that? Okay. Why yeah. are seeing portraits added to the map? Friends, friends, <laughs> war party. Don't worry about it. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Uh, and then I guess Thoras would go to the war party, gather them around and say, Sealy Court. Your entire lives have lived up to this moment. <laughs> it's a deep high speech from Thoras, Ryan Spain. Yes. Christ. The iron shoulder. <laughs> Possess me for one moment. Forgive Listen, me, Master. Flat. 
just this one once. opportunity one shot this is it we have to do well right here the uh but no in all seriousness i say listen everything comes down to this we can strike a true blow towards our enemies today we will steal away the most prized possession of the unseelie court um the enchanted chicken that they desire <laughs> that they hold that they guard so deeply we can have it for ourselves i want to go that way yeah. <laughs> all right i think is erin is confident that thoras can can do this but he he sees the harp in the middle of this garden he sees a bit of treasure a little bit of bling bling you know what i'm saying oh you and are. he's he he's hoping that you know it might it, a magical artifact could be nice it might benefit the party if he could you know maybe lash himself a little bit of kit you know but maybe get in there and pick up uh this this half so he's hoping he's not a rogue but he's roguish isn't he he's, he's rackish like gaston if he needed to i don't know steal a freshly baked pie from the you know the the, the village patisserie so yeah he, he fancies that he fancies a half one shiny pretty thing in a dark ugly place he right. yeah i mean there ain't there ain't no wench booty so this is the next best thing he's looking at that huh? Okay, here is how we are going to handle this. First off, I'm going to pull up the notes that I took on every single creature's passive perception score so that if you are doing any stealth stuff, we can calculate that accordingly. Then we are going to go, now that everyone's in the same scene, we are going to go left to right. So we're going to go Bren, then Ash, then Josh, then Mitch. Because if Lysha's going to start sneaking away, she is taking the Pass Without Trace spell with her. Yes, well, I mean, Aaron's hoping to use the distraction or anyway. Step her through. So, I, yeah, okay. All right, so, Bren, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So, Thoras is going to enact some hand signals that he learned in the Goliath tribe. Looks a yep. bit like some Naruto esque. Oh, I know about that one, Chief. Yeah, some shadow jitsu or something. I don't know. But yep. he's going to just throw it out there and hope that they understand what he's talking about. He's going to go. Oh, and on that signal, Thoros doesn't really know how flight works with his axe. He just assumes that he has become strong enough, so strong that he is able to swing his axe with enough force that he is brought along for the ride with his axe. And that's how he think flight works. A bit like, you know, in I mean, the that's original... what he did with the fucking spear, the lightning spear, yes, didn't he? Exactly. Yeah. It's the only thing he knows. And he just assumes that he's managed to get to that point in his character arc of just being able to be so strong that he can throw a weapon and travel with it and so it's like the original incredible hulk movie you know when the hulk is just leaping across the desert and the military is chasing him in 2004 it's like that uh but with the with the axe so he's planning out he's already got the perception check he's locked onto alan he's gonna wait for the uh the stealth warriors to basically get into warfare and he's gonna try and predict a parabola arc jump with the axe using the flight yeah all the calculations going off in his head to basically just essentially jump onto alan squeeze the cage in between his thighs break it like the watermelon challenge just bust that shit open no 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 he's not gonna bust that he's just gonna jump away with the cage in between his legs um 
Can I, at level 10, I can't remember, keep a spell going in concentration if I wild shape, or does the spell end? At what point am I able to do... That's not until, like, level 18, right? I believe it is somewhat higher level. You might want to look that one up. Okay. All right, because I was going to be like, I can fly, too. All right, so this is essentially the planning phase. Thoris isn't doing this, but as soon as the ground team says, go, this is what's going to happen. All right. So Thoras mm-hmm. is preparing for the Sealy Warriors to charge forth. Lysha, being aware of this sequence of events, is doing what? Leia erasing the line that she drew, which she can't remember how to do. I, I should be um, able to do it. Boop, gone. Thank you. Uh, okay, so you're jumping over, and Aaron and Pixies, well, Pixies, can Pixies... Can these pixies fly as well? Are they flying with? These are sprites. These sprites can all fly. You've got satyrs, blink dogs, and sprites. The sprites have poisoned arrows. The blink dogs can teleport. And the satyrs are armed for war. So Thoras, we see him jump across, fly across. (laughs) Hasn't happened yet. He's preparing to do this. He's moving at the same speed that we're moving, though, right? Like, his flying speed is the same. What's What's your ground speed, Thoras? Um, should be 30 foot, right? He's yeah, barbarian. Five because I'm bigger. Mine's 35 mm-hmm. as well. Um, I should, think. should be on D&D Beyond and it should be accurate. 40 is 40. my walking speed. Then you're, yep. that's your flight speed. Okay, so you're yeah. ever so slightly faster. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would encourage the others to come around the with me the long way. If we're mm-hmm. like, we're. Yeah, because, like, otherwise being stealthy may not work super well if we're not, like, hiding in the shadows. If we try and walk straight through the center of the party, I feel like well, no matter what my stealth score is, probably not going to work out. I mean, well. yeah, but we will still have the fact that there's a, a gigantic kerfuffle happening. Like, Aaron's not planning to come out from this hiding place until there is fighting, until there is utter pandemonium, and then he's going to try and... Like, Aaron, I mean, Aaron, doesn't even, Aaron believes that Thoras can do this shit because he's seen enough nonsense before, but Aaron is trying to go here. He's trying to steal this. Okay, so we're, I, I guess, um, Lysha would encourage, like, Aaron to sidle up with her maybe to, like, this-ish area. So we're, like, a little closer in the shadows. I don't, are these, are that these That would be fine with Aaron. Are these, are the, is that a creature? Yes. Yeah. That is oh, a quickling, a tiny fae that's moved, that's incredibly hyperactive. We would go past quicklings then. In that case, probably we would wait until the pandemonium starts, yeah. And mm. then, uh, again, I drew things and I can't erase them. Um, kind of like try and skirt along the edges uh, once the pandemonium starts towards Alan and wherever uh, Thoras is flying and uh, would kind of run not run, but like as quickly as she can stealthily go that direction. Hiding okay. under tables and chairs. And All right. So, trees. so War Party pushes out. Thoras yeets himself into space. Yeah. Aaron and Lysha, or Lysha is saying, hey, let's the rest of us stealth north. Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. I don't think. Good stealth north so much as just like straight out in the same direction as we see Thoras mm-hmm. go to try and keep because like how high 
how high off the ground are you for us? Well, in theory, I should hit the height of the jump over the dinner table here. Oh, is that mm -hmm. how your parabola looks, mate? Yep. All right. <laughs> it's right. an inverse. So, What's the inverse of a parabola? A bell curve? I don't know. It's a parabola. Math checks out. <laughs> so, how high off the ground are you again? I'm sorry. Ah. The acme of the parabola should be obviously half the distance. Yeah, yeah he, so he's, right he's calculated it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's twenty. So what, you're like, 20, 20 you're like six. No, I'm. I'm. I'm getting a quite a big arc on this. No. Okay. Well, if you're more than thirty feet off the ground, you are not covered by my. Spell. I, I don't think hey, so I am. You might not. You. You're not, Brent. You're not operating under projectile motion, mate, because you're perpetually. <laughs> yeah, no. You're perpetually it's, propelling yourself. It's, it's not the just same the impulse speed. at the yeah, start. Yeah, I know. And then, I know. Yeah, so, it's well, not the I, same as your like, lightning because I'm saying you're moving at the same. You just fly now, out. dude. You just fly. All right. When yeah, you're holding that axe. But projectile motion doesn't apply to things that can fucking fly. So you could fly in a parabola if you wanted to. Because yeah. gravity doesn't do or shit. Or you can do loop the loops, or you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's not oh, quite a war's hammer. It's more like, did you watch uh, um, Golden Puckness or whatever, like the bows that the witches use, where you're just like flying mm. in the air? No. I, I, does, do we, do we need the localities of it? You're a fucking need... bird. Can I just leap? You can leap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think Thoras really understands the power that he holds within his hands. And also, I feel like it's good to put limitations on it for the stupidity of my character. I, Otherwise, flying would get out of hand. I mean, you guys are level 10 now. As D&D as, as characters level up, they become superheroes. This, there's a certain point in the game where the DM should just expect the party to be able to fly, and level 10 is a reasonable point in that, <laughs> mm, okay. in that development. Like, you guys can teleport now, or at least you, you have access to, like, oh, teleport shit. You should see the kind of shit I, I can do I, if I, I get yeah, unchicken. What was that? <laughs> what was that? Unchicken my heart. Unchickened. All right. Uh, Josh. Yes. One of your two sparrows has been detected dive bombing this dwarf right here. Yeah. They've fucking they've beefed it, haven't they? And you don't have direct access. So the... The dwarf is going to touch its hat, tug on its hat twice. Golden sparkles flicker down from its hat, and the dwarf begins to fly and starts chasing the sparrow. Excuse <laughs> me? Okay, wasn't expecting that. Clearly um, the dwarfs are not to be fucked with. Roll 1d20 plus 3, please. This is an acrobatics check, as, it, as the dwarf is attempting to catch your bird. 1d20 plus 3 coming up. 10. Versus 20. Oh, Jesus Christ. The dwarf flies up and grabs the bird in its hands. Which one? Jack or Bill? Uh, roll 1d2. <laughs> one. Jack. Oh. Okay. He's got Jack. God. Bill just keeps poking at him and poking at him. <laughs> I'm invincible! Uh, and 
the flying dwarf is going to attempt to, actually you know what no that was round one uh the flying dwarf is now holding this bird as it flies shaking it yelling at it and trying to catch the other bird okay and everyone's dancing oh. around going yeah get the bird get the bird bite its head off oh my god uh, do you now you still have your chickeny action um yeah can I mean, you think of anything action i'm gonna scream at jack mm-hmm. the one that has sorry scream at bill the one that hasn't been caught mm-hmm. and i'm gonna tell him to to um i'm gonna tell him to to get the fuck out of there i'm gonna tell him to come back to me okay roll persuasion check Sixteen. All right, yeah, he'll 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 start flitting back towards you. Uh, unfortunately, the dwarf sees him. Oh no! And is giving chase. Oh no! I re- that guy seems scary strong. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Who did okay. you piss off? You're like a plus I mean, four this, strength modifier. I think. I'm not gonna lie. This the thing that's going through Alan's head though is this could be good. I mean, if he murders Jack and the, and he's close by, so there's more oh, of a no. chance of the shadow landing on me i'm out of here so either way you know bird in the bush is worth two in a dwarf's hand so if thorax doesn't right. get to you first whatever the phrase is okay uh oh by the way chickens have terrible night vision so i have no idea my party is here i, I just oh, look yeah absolutely chickens not have his, like very well-known terrible night vision so because you've all stealthed around i have no idea i'm being captured or like sorry rescued Rescued. (laughs) (laughs) so so, um i'm just uh, acting under the assumption that nothing's going on even if there was a wild kerfuffle i'm not sure i'd be able to see like 10 feet away from me 20 feet away from me so all that being said you do hear a chicken just cawing its head off yeah yeah i would be um so can i also like on the way use keep in mind you haven't deployed yet because we were just setting up your plan right so i'm thinking like we're stealthing over i've already cast pass without a trace mm-hmm. um do you want to wait until we actually get to the part where we can go okay yeah we're just we're just setting up here okay yeah, that's fine aaron is there anything that you'd like to do positioning planning etc where I'm stood is just fine. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm pretty single-minded. I'm trying to get this half. Okay. I don't know why, but I'm compelled to take it. All right. Good enough for me. Two things, team. Here's the first one. Damn, that's crazy. Stormbringer, a wind rises in the st- in the south. Vinda? No, no, one of his kids, I think. Uh, thank God it's not Vinda. Vinda has a death wish on my head. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Okay, and the, the other one, the fire one, actually, too. Unlucky. Yeah, Sin used Sin to be God, kind of okay with you guys, but then Tiberius got... banished his kid, his like oh. messenger, and he got randomly called to like a fight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. something happened that was bad, and I don't remember it exactly, but yeah. I guess we're not friends now. <laughs> All right, so uh, literally what happens with this also, active... why thought. is Go ahead. Korak's finger in my inventory? Because you revived him with the reincarnation spell, and he came back as an, a tiefling of Anachronis. Okay, remember so that part? remove the finger, right. He's yeah, alive you, now. I don't need the finger anymore. Yeah, you use that. 
cool. Okay, so the totally weather. I forgot I'd done that actually. The weather literally picks up, and it is now very blustery, very windy, which is going to have an impact on perception checks that have to do with hearing, and with let's see, uh, ranged attacks. I think strong wind. Mm. Yeah, extinguishes open flames, disperses fog, makes flying by non-magical means nearly impossible. Which means that the sparrows are grounded in a moment. Everyone flying with magic is fine. Uh, And ranged attack weapons and perception checks to hear are at disadvantage as a wind just begins to howl. Do I have anything for this? Oh, I still have my immovable rod. Wait, but that dwarf was also flying after the pixies. Uh, Magic. Uh, oh, that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Non-magical means. It's a good thing it doesn't count. Sorry, chicken man. The second thing is roll for initiative. Mm. Oh, whoops. Nat 20 on initiative? Poggies? Wait, mine didn't roll. Oh wait, I just like the token. No, I can't select mine. Interesting. You have to go to select. You should have. Yeah, oh, you, you no, can. It's because I got the fucking ruler on. Yep, oh, that'll right. do it. Oh, yep, that's yep. Same. It's fine. I'll just take your first rolls. Give me a sec. It's been so long that if we didn't right. do this wrong, like I don't know, you know, it'd be kind of weird. All right. Got a 17. Going Alan got a 20. Thoras got a 17. I'm going to go pee quickly as well. Yeah, you have a moment. I have a lot of I have a lot of stuff I have to do here. Thoras got a 17. Aaron got a 15. Lysha, have you rolled in this? No, Lysha. I got I a 21. It's up top above Perf. Aaron. Is it? I don't see it. Oh, it's yeah. way the hell up there. Yep, 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 yep. Can you possibly create like a geometric object that's 30 feet in uh, radius to indicate our pass without a trace? What I can do is I can give Lysha an aura. Nice. Yeah, that'll be good. Thirty foot. Visible. Doink. Quite large. That is wow. I'm going to give it a total initiative count in a moment. Like I said, I have a number of moving parts here. Mm-hmm. Which, if I was a smart DM, I would have rolled, like, before the session. That is literally the thing I should have done, actually. Oh, well. You know what? You guys can all go on the same count. That's going to speed things up. Definitely have to get the flying dwarf. (laughs) We can't offsides him. The red caps, they're going to be in the middle of it. Got to get them. Shadow Fae, I'm just going to roll them all together. The Shatter Kai, we'll, we'll put them all in one block as well. It's just faster that way. Uh, the Yeth Hound. Oh, but you know what? The the big swole dudes, they deserve their own entry, I think. 
you might get a chance to tussle with them for all I know. All right, there we go. Swole dude in. Uh, did I get the Yeth Hound? I did not get the Yeth Hound. Weird, weird dog with a face. The Yeth Hound can smell, which is important for stealth purposes. Uh, there's like one normal-ass goblin in the middle of all this whose shadow could have been stolen, actually. He is a humanoid. I just come back and there's 20 different initiative rolls from Joe. Well, there's like That's 20 different good. monsters on the field, you know? <laughs> that can't be good. And let's just do all these hags on one count, Seems too, fine. right? Yeah, we'll do all the hags on one roll. All right, I'm done. I promise. That's a lot. Uh, there's how many acts of God left? We just did uh, number six, so we have five left. Jesus. <laughs> what? We got up to 11? We got up to 11. Jeez. Okay, so I'm going to have the fairy war party go first because it's their action that's going to trigger everything else. Mm -hmm. Right? I think that makes sense. So, on that count, the sprites flip forward. There's this uh, smoldering fey. Its lower half, it has bug wings and its lower half is a swirling storm. And the blink dogs teleport over to it, surround it, and just start biting the crap out of it. And rather than sit here playing with my own action figures, I'm just going to have it be pinned down and busy for the time being. <laughs> Can you make sure to let me know whenever something dies? Because I want to roll for where the shadow lands. Absolutely. Uh, after the first thing dies, which Ramius gets dibs on. Oh, fuck it, bollocks. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these sprites roll up and they zap this goblin and just put it to sleep with their poison. Yeah. Could have sworn it had little floating Z's. Oh, well, it's asleep. These ones roll up. They're going to bog down this dryad. These satyrs are going to run over. War cries and suddenly chaos and more chaos and bloodshed than was already present echoes out over the battlefield. Uh, we have five acts of God, right? Okay, mm -hmm. cool. So, Aaron, the wind has picked up. What would you like to do? I will take a deep breath, survey the battlefield, and oh, that ever present, slightly metallic tang of blood, kind of like after a rainstorm, but just a little more caustic. And I will heroically, under full stealth, move over here. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a stealth check, and uh, you get an invisible plus 10 to this. Okay. The one thing I did do that was... Okay. I mean, I stole 16. 16, 16. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Plus 10, plus 10. I did it heroically. Who's Could got a high passive worse. perception? I took notes on all the creatures and their passive perceptions before this started. Uh, one creature in your area notices you. Bruh! This guy, the weird, creepy, evil satyr. <laughs> now, until he gets a turn, he can't alert his allies of your presence. Well. All right. And that will... Uh, you moved. And how far did you move? 30 feet? Because you move at half speed when you're stealthing. So if you moved and dashed, that might be it unless you have a bonus action. You moved more than 15 feet. Unless you were yeah. right here. All right, so you've moved and you've used your action. Do you, do you have any bonus actions you'd like to use? No, I'm good. Okay. 
All right, then. Your turn concludes with one small piece of spice. Fog of war. Thick, cloying clouds conceal the battlefield. It's no way. That seems helpful. Yeah, actually. That could be a boy. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. helps out. I guess I just slipped in some spider shit. No, all my mother thing. After all. Yeah. Gets like one shot at you, and then you vanish into the fog. A thick yeah, cloud man. literally surrounds the entire battlefield, and now all visual perception checks are also made at Glad disadvantage. Let's go. Does that obscure shadows? How do fog? Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? Doesn't uh, fog no. like mess with shadows? <laughs> well, wait, does that well, create no, so shadows? Shadow is like instead of being cast on the ground, sometimes fog will cause a shadow to like be cast in the air. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So I think what's going to happen is shadows would have to be much closer to you, but we're not right. going to have to roll for the direction that they cast because they could cast in the air where you could grab them. That's how I'm going to treat that. Okay. So All anything right. that dies like within that. ten feet of you. You have a chance, even though you are a small chicken. If it dies within ten feet of you, you automatically have a shot. If it dies beyond that, you have no shot. Oh, ten feet is pretty small, but all right, I'll mm. take it. I'll take it. And then, yeah, any attacks against creatures concealed by fog, which is anything more than fifteen feet away from you, is concealed by fog. You'll have disadvantage on it. So now, fog of war in play. That was our twenty sub act of God, and I like how you had the fog just like on hand, <laughs> ready to go. All right. It is now, let's see, none of the... Okay, this Duskthorn Dryad just sees that she's under attack, so she's just going to run up and join the fight. She's tied down in the battle. You know, at least do a little narration here, though. How does she attack? She... Is not going to do that. Yeah, she's just going to run up with her her knife and start trying to shank Pixie, uh, shank some sprites for the time being. Over here, a party of shadow elves are going to two of them are going to run up with their blades drawn, eager for blood, charging into the fray, and the last one is going to run down here with his bow, leap on top of the rock, scattering the food, and start firing into the melee with incredible accuracy. Lysha, it is your turn. As far as you know, you're undetected. How can I... How do I do distance here again? I forget how to... So pick up your token and right-click. And that'll give you the little distance measuring tool. There we go. Okay, so... My move speed is 35 feet. I can go half speed, so... Like, what? 16 to 17 feet? Why are you going half speed? Because I'm going stealthy. 15 feet. Oh. You can move three squares with your movement. And if you want to use your action to dash, you can move another three squares. Okay. Uh, Since I don't want to be in the middle of that fight, that seems like a good call. So I can go 30 up to 30 feet, right? Correct. Oh, but I would. Yeah, no, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, uh, Alan and... and Earth, do I need to roll to be stealthy or am I just stealthy? You do, you do need to roll a stealth check. There's a guy nearby with an excellent stuff, but plus 10, 19. plus 10 for Pass Without Trace, 19. Nobody sees you. It's one of the less griefy ways to use Pass Without Trace. I guess at least there's a full melee happening. So, <laughs> All right. 
the Shadow Fey Guardians, the big swole dudes, they are just maintaining their position. They have their job. It doesn't have anything to do with the chaos going on over there. That's other guards' business. Do they have any special ranged attacks they can use to contribute to this? I don't think so. Yeah, they have javelins, but they're just going to hold on to it. What are they equipped with pikes? Or... Yeah, they have pikes. Nasty-looking pikes of a uh, a deep, dark metal. Mm. They're both going to take the dodge action just to protect themselves. All right. And the red caps. They are eager for blood, so they're just going to charge in towards the violence and start trying to stomp on some satyrs' faces. Is that all my red caps? Yep, that's all my red caps. They are engaged in melee. Alan, it's your turn, followed by a bunch of baddies, followed by Thoras. What's going on with my sparrow? Okay, so one sparrow is in the grips of the flying dwarf, who is going in a while. So he can use an acrobatics check to try to wriggle his way out. Okay. Roll 1d20 plus 3 for that. 12? 12 versus... A natural 20. Oh no. His wings are broken. He's going to have disadvantage on future checks. Oh, that dwarf is getting fucked up. If I I turn back into a humanoid, I'm not even trying to escape. That dwarf is just getting eviscerated. Only (laughs) I fuck my sparrows up. Uh, The other sparrow can just dive bomb him if you want. Well, it's I, I did originally told him to tell run. the sparrow to return to me, mm-hmm. and it, the wind picked up. So I mm-hmm. wanted to roll some kind of check to see whether he had made it back safely. Roll another dexterity check, which is just going to be 1d20 plus um, 3. Nine. Why are these sparrows so shy? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sparrows, man. Grounded. They have one muscle. Uh, grounded as in fell to the floor in yes. a pile. Driven driven to the ground. It didn't have a lot of momentum. They don't have a lot of mass, so it didn't take any damage, but driven to the ground, um, let's say, okay. like, here. All right. Okay. Um, well, I guess that's the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, you can use your bardic inspiration to inspire the sparrows. No. Oh, I love it. I mean, it makes sense. Okay. I, I think does. that they makes sense. Each other, what yeah. song are you going to sing in, as a chicken? Um... I'm not sure chickens are really the most well-known songbirds I'm... in the animal kingdom. That's true, but I'm sure they could make a little ditty at least. You could, could peck to a beat. Together. Yeah, yeah. I think chickens are more likely to uh, to beatbox and bob their head, you know? Okay. How yeah. would that sound? That Just looks like... like a pigeon to me. <laughs> Doing the <laughs> pigeon. It's true, they do head bob also. <laughs> It's roughly what I'm going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, this chicken is getting fucking riled up at that dwarf. Dwarves aren't supposed to fly. Sparrows and chickens are supposed to fly. They're descending from dinosaurs. Chickens, 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 chickens should be able to fly. fly. <laughs> chickens have been unevolved to the point that they can't fly. <laughs> That's not the fault of the chicken. <sighs> All right. So may I uh, may I modify that prior roll then with bardic inspiration? Yes, you may. Roll your bardic inspiration uh, dice. 
plus a six plus god, a d6 right? god no you're you're a level 10 bard at this point yeah. i think it's better yeah, than that yeah, I've forgotten. might be a d12 it might be a d10 it was like d4 it's a 1d10 holy moly well, 1d10 six all right does a 15 get them home a safely? 15 gets yes gets one of your birds safely home to you okay nice i would build the invulnerable like to end my go by communicating to this bird that they should try and seek out the smallest bird they can find a wren a, a mm-hmm. tiny little tit and they should bring it back to me for massacre and i will do the killing myself they just need to escort dupe deceive whatever they need Josh to bring a bird back a to me tit. a sacrificial tit yes that is what i require the audubon society is going to have a field day um all right <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> all right uh before we go down that rabbit hole that's going to be it for your turn um so next up is goblins and the evil satyr as well as <laughs> mantle of the skies the sovereign of the skies lends his strength to turn the tide oh my god he hates us doesn't he he hates alan just alan he just hates alan he actually probably likes us you know he probably doesn't mind the rest of us he doesn't like alan though i think we'd be on decent terms i have wings you know i spend time in the sky isn't that who you stole the golden gal from yeah i mean it was necessary for our party. He you was know, acting. Did you like was... kill an owl or something? Alan was acting on his own orders. Yeah, like me and me and Vinder are, are, are bros. Yeah, we're cool. a bird may have exploded. All right, was I involved? <laughs> I can't. I'm just remembering. Sorry. Oh. Okay, yes, so a bird exploded. Vindur. No, 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 not as Vinder as to further punish Alan O'Dale for his many what transgressions. Is this? is this a level fifty? This is a level thirty. Oh, okay. Vindur imbues the flying dwarf with the power of wind. Oh. <laughs> his flight speed is increased to sixty, and he can use his action to create a fifteen-foot cube of swirling wind around on a point he can see. Just to shove people around and damage them with wind. Come the fuck on! All right, well, one tiny sparrow versus a god-imbued. This dwarf is basically like a general of Terra Nimbus at this point. (laughs) Exactly. All he needs is the armor and the sword and be an unhittable bastard. All right, uh, the goblin is sleeping. (laughs) The weird, evil satyr with bug eyes saw you. Aaron, but didn't notice Lysha. Very sneaky. Yeah. He is uh, grinning. His but eyes were red. he disappeared into the fog, yeah, right? I'm going to go like he this. D- like, I'm not here, dickhead. <laughs> as you were. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's just seeing things. He's like, He had some mushrooms at this uh, mosh pit party, you know. Look, there's so many mushrooms on your map. <laughs> shroomy yeah he's probably just he's probably just had a couple too many okay the fog is breathing through the fog you you can no longer see him but you hear a weird alien sound the sound of a set of pipes made from the beaks cartilage and throat sacks of a creature not of this world this strange squeaking 
unnatural noise that rings into your ears, Aaron, and starts to drive you mad. The good news is there's a lot of wind, so it's hard to hear. Roll a wisdom saving throw with advantage, please. Uh, As he attempts to drive you out of your mind. Damn. All right. Wisdom saving throws. Here we go. With advantage. Ah, Yeah, well... With thank advantage. God. Oh, thank again. God for advantage. <laughs> oh. A natural Holy one shit. versus an 18. An 18. All right. You Something resist wise. the effect. The ends of the spectrum. Oh, good Lord. And taking advantage of the fog itself, it is going to stealth away. Thank God. Oh, wait. He stealth away? The... Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's not that you can see him for shit anyways, but. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, it's mad foggy. Can I still see where the half is? No, you can't see it, but you have a good idea of where it is. Okay. okay. Can you fly stealthily? Yeah, especially in the Would fog. Be like half speed flying. Uh, I'm gonna just go with yes because the alternative hurts my brain. Uh, all right. So Thoras, it's your turn. What would you yeah, like Th- to do? Thoras wasn't planning on stealthing. Thoras was planning on leaping to Alan. In just a, a beeline direction. Do I? If you if you dash, can you dash fly? Yes, you can at your full move speed. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Just gonna dash fly directly to Alan and land with no plan, no clue, in between everybody, and just as soon as I get there, just immediately. Do you remember land. the cave? Do you remember the dragon? Okay. Right. I'm gonna land and I'm just gonna grip the cage in between my thighs. Okay. Immediately upon landing, both of the, because you are moving in on the territory that they're in charge of protecting, both of the Shadowfey Guardians are going to use their reactions to slash at you with their pikes. Oh, Jesus. All right. So (laughs) here go their attacks. What's your armor class, Thoras? I got a 17 and a 22. It is a 15. All right. Then, uh, and you're, you didn't say you went into a rage, so enjoy. I'm not in a rage. 36 points of piercing damage, unless you have anything else that can stop it. Uh, yeah, I have Stone's Endurance. Mm-hmm. As a reaction, reduce damage dealt to you. Nice. D, uh, 1d12 plus 3. Okay, go ahead and roll 1d12 plus uh, 3. So I will roll that. Need it. That's pretty good. That's pretty 12. Good. Okay, so you only take 24 points of damage. Okay. Um, Only. Sh- he's a level ten barbarian. I mean, he's got a lot of health to be fair, but still. yeah, I should. I don't know why my health is low as well. Because he didn't hit the long rest button. Did you ever hit the long rest I button? Did. Mm, should have healed you up. Go ahead and set you it full. full health. Set it full before it. you take your damage. Yeah, you have to confirm it. You as have well, to confirm then. it. You have oh, to press maybe. it like three times. Okay. Are uh, you sure? I definitely did press it because I was on forty, and then now I'm on one hundred and one. It, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So 25, what is it, 25? 24. 24. That's, I mean, that's, I'm on 81. I can take it. Yeah, he's a barbarian. That's more than my total <clears throat> max hit points. <laughs> <laughs> As established by the uh, meteor shower that almost killed us. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, so you've used your action. You've used your reaction. You've used your movement. You, As an item interaction, you can pick up the cage. Yes, in between in your my thighs. thighs. Okay. And I will scream, Do not worry, Alan! I am here! Making sure not to alert them 
and let them know that it is more than just me here. Saves in his mighty thighs. I you are within my bosom, thighs. Nestled between those uh, hulking quadriceps. Yeah. What does it smell I lay, like? I lay a panic egg. <laughs> <laughs> and I just start balking around the cage. I mean, my my tiny little nut brain has taken over. I'm in full panic mode. <laughs> <laughs> you did say you changed into a chicken, not a rooster, right? I have the capacity to lay eggs. You know, up until a moment ago, I always intended rooster, but that's canon now. <laughs> so it goes. Yeah. All right. So I think that's it for you, right, Thoras? Would you like to end your turn? I mean, I can't do anything else, so yeah. All right. Good enough for me. <laughs> As malleable as wit, true gold does not fear the melting pot. This is a 40 sub act of God, and it's the blessing of Aruk, the god of wealth. Give me that harp, yo. Thoras, roll 1d10. Be good. Okay. Probably not. For two rounds, you have resistance to everything wait are you come on everything uh, all types of everything you have resistance on all types of damage and you have advantage on all saving throws does it stack with rage does not stack ah well at least i can keep my mind like rage with my wits intact that's pretty damn badass yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, that's a great thing to get to still keep my head and try and escape into the fight. Every so often, the acts of God don't just completely screw you over. It's a yeah. nice change of pace. That's very that's nice. Rare. All right. Galanta, the Enchantress, uh, sees a shape fly through the fog and land and yell, Don't worry, Alan. I am here. <laughs> When you put it like that, it sounds so Thoras. <laughs> she walks out of the fog, resplendent in her golden horned headdress, the row of crow feathers emanating from behind her, this dress that just seems the fog weaves around it as if it was meant to be part of this dress. And she says, and who is this brave champion who is here? Please roll a wisdom saving throw against a dominate person spell. Uh, I have resistance. You have, right? adva- you have advantage on the save. Oh, thank the Lord. Yeah. What is the first this one? Gonna be That's so a five. Oh, that. oh my four. God. <laughs> okay. You are. That's a long spell. That's a long spell. <laughs> it's a lot of text. Okay. You are. Enchanted, you are charmed by her. Oh. Uh, oh. While while charmed, you have a telepathic link. She can issue you commands, and you must obey. Oh, um, and each time you I'm take in a worst position, I'm in a worse <laughs> position after this escape <laughs> attempt. You're nestled between the thighs of an enchanted barbarian. <laughs> oh. That is exactly where Erin would love to be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. God, I wish that was me. Okay, so she charms you. 
Uh, she yep. is concentrating on the spell. You get a new save whenever you take damage, and if her concentration is broken, the effect is broken. Also, bards are really good at breaking enchantment. Chickens, however, are not. I can't do anything to help. I mean, if you were smart enough, you would you peck, peck me. him. You're in between my thighs. Yeah, but what? What? Sorry, if you take damage, he gets a no, new yeah. save. It's broken. I he he gets a new I save. See, I see, I see. Called shot to the nuts. But, but <laughs> how obvious would it be that um, that he is charmed at this point? Roll an inside check, Chicken Allen. Okay, I shall. I mean, you hear this this eighteen. 18. You heard her walk out of the mists. You heard her say this thing. You've heard some magic words as well. You you felt the muscles of Thoras's incredibly just rock solid thighs tighten and then relax for a moment. Uh, yeah, you you are utterly aware mm-hmm. that he is under the effects of an enchantment spell. All right, so the battle continues. The Seely Fae are going to lose almost certainly. Um, they will inflict casualties 100%, um, but they are losing. The hags over in the corner see all this hullabaloo, and they, they turn, and they start shambling over to watch the action. Ooh, finally some excitement, sisters. What are you talking about? I can't see a thing. But I smell the blood. I smell the tasty, tasty blood. Maybe if we get a bit closer, we can see. Who got this dreaded fog in here? I like the fog. It's good for my complexion. Nobody cares. You literally have a tumor the size of a chicken growing out of your face. Don't talk to me about your complexion. (laughs) It is flying dwarf time. Did, did, Did I get asked who I was? Yes, you got asked who you were. Would I have to answer? Because I'm. Uh, yes. So I'm under control. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thoras wouldn't hold back. I mean, even if he wasn't charmed, he'd probably tell her. Like, <laughs> I, I'm. Uh, you have not heard of me? This chiseled th- physique. <laughs> the the tails. They haven't spread. There's a joke. I like that it I'm... if your thighs spread. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Crash down here. Caca. I'm speaking chicken. You can't understand. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Well, Thoras will do you the honor. Thoras, Giant Spain is the name. Slayer of. Um. A giant. Um. Things. Uh, my axe is called Hadrian, and one day Thoras aims to kill the gods. The gods, in any particular order, or just any that are in your way? Uh, once, uh, what? Uh, any in my way? Delightful. And what do you need this chicken for? If you're too so busy preparing to slay gods. To get to the underworld. Hmm. There I will kill anything in my way. I'm taking some monster turns while this trans passes, by the way. Bloodshed, screaming, the call of humanoid crows. Provide a background to Thoras introducing himself and providing his resume to the Shadow Elf Enchantress. Any, <laughs> any, any deaths? 
any humanoid deaths uh, by chance? The deaths, the deaths will commence next round after one round of attacks. Excellent. Yes. Oh, but I didn't do uh, flying dwarf time. I got distracted. All right. So the flying dwarf, imbued with all of this power. Okay. So here's here's the problem, right? The mistress Galanta just showed up and asserted control of the situation. So this guy knows where he stands in the pecking order. He's a flying dwarf with a magic hat wearing a burlap sack. That doesn't put you very high. (laughs) (laughs) The only difficulty is that he is but merely the conduit of a greater power that courses through him calling for the death of that damn chicken. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, the, the power of Vinder ascends upon him, and yeah. he needs oh, to God. destroy that chicken. Well, we're going to see how far uh, Rowan, Lady Rowan's uh, deal gets me in terms of not no harm being mm-hmm. upon me. That's right. Okay. Oh, so. maybe you revert from being a chicken if he causes you harm. He? Yeah, maybe I die. <laughs> is going to activate the ability. I have greater restoration. You'll a be okay. Fifteen foot cube of swirling oh, wind appears. Oh god! Oh my god! Uh, I need Thoras to roll a Constitution saving throw with advantage. I need. You're not proficient in Constitution saving ch- throws, right, Alan? <laughs> One must. I move. don't. But as, a, I as, a, as a as a bard. As a bard, I don't think you are. My constitution says plus one. I don't believe I okay, am. Okay, no. great. Uh, but you're a chicken. Roll 1d20 minus one, please. But you're a chicken. Ten. A ten. Okay. Mm. A terrible swirling wind breaks out around the lot of you. The This guy gets a save. 16 he takes half damage if you made your save which thoras did you take half damage so you take seven points of bludgeoning damage so take half again right nope resistance does not stack. oh, oh no resistance does stack you take that four, break stacks, her concentration the entire didn't hit her with it okay hit this block oh but it. i get to roll a, a will save. you get to roll a new wisdom saving throw with advantage yeah. oh with advantage because you have the Aurex Ar- powers upon blessing, you. blessing yeah. you. Right. Let's give me something better. And I, I take uh, four damage. You take three damage. Three damage. Okay. I'm on 78 health. Here's the first wisdom saving throw. It's a two. Brent. Okay. <laughs> You're literally <laughs> going down. This is sad. Okay. That's pretty good. That did not free you. Uh, as the winds batter about, they... Do not harm you at all. They don't seem to touch you. Josh, the chicken is unharmed. But alas, poor, poor Bill. Poor, poor Bill. Dies. Yeah, he was in the cage with you. He's the one who made it back to you. He was in the area of effect. Bill died inside the cage, not outside of it. He made it to you. And the cage, it's not the cage that's protecting you. It's you that's protected. Bill is oh. slaughtered by the magic. Oh my god. And his shadow? <laughs> is made available <laughs> to you. 
Well, inside it, your up. cage. Uh, yeah, but sorry. he was able to fly into the cage. Presumably, he can fly out. He's smaller than right. a chicken, right? Is the just squirrel right. small spoiled. enough to fit between the bars? Mm -hmm. just or is it a magic cage quick. just meant to keep Alan in and he can't fit between the bars anyway? Go ahead. Go ahead, Romulus. What of Romulus? Yep. Is it Romulus? Yep, Romulus. Yeah, uh, the, the chicken that has in, engaged in the full cycle of birth, life, death, and renewal. We had a 50 sub act of God earlier. And just as you're about to snatch his shadow, Ramius gets it first. <laughs> So one of my one of my fucking sparrows was brought back to life, and the other one. No, it's the same one. It was, it was Bill. Oh. This guy's going through. It was Bill both times. <laughs> he just he he underwent rebirth, and now as he as he dies again, and his mind passes across the boundaries of the world, he sees the marble throne where the empty shadow of Ramius lies, and he hears that terrible echoing voice of the one who was once the cupbearer to the gods, and he accepts his deal, and he is freed from your service as he transcends into a spectral sparrow, a harrower of the dead, now sent out to harvest the souls of those who have fled their fate and must be condemned to the underworld. A skeletal, glowing outline of a, of a sparrow emerges from where Bill once was, and its light banishes any shadow that it might once have had. Welp. <laughs> that is my purpose. I shall be a harrower, as I have tasted the fruits of ignorance, birth, life, death, and renewal. Now I shall cast all those who are unworthy of such a fate. Hail, Ramios. Thank you, Master. I see everything so clearly now. Unworld. <laughs> oh my god Bilbert Bilbert uh, a, a huge amount of chicken expletives passed from my from my beak <laughs> I have been robbed by these bastard sparrows too much <laughs> I, I, I desire to play god and yet I constantly am robbed of that power by other fucking gods it's almost <laughs> like there's a message there yeah the message is that he wants I know what he's gonna do when he gets the book of dawn <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was it for flying dwarf time we did that fae we did that fae um let's see the shadow dancers and the shadow kai they're going to bide their time they have no play in this at the moment the yeth hound the unearthly beast it knows that you are under oh Sorry, I forgot one minor detail. Remember how that flying dwarf attacked the guest of the uh, the queen? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. As he stands there flying with wind emanating the power of Vindor, he starts to scream a horrifying sound that melts oh and gurgles as what was once flesh liquefies. Bubbles of agonized scream erupt through what used to be his, his esophagus as he is liquefied by the magical wand of the Lady Rowan, even though he's not there. A floating puddle, and now cast about by the magical winds, it splatters in all directions, getting what used to be flying dwarf goo just everywhere. Oh my god. Brilliant. Well, yeah. Stands to reason. That's Aaron. brutal. Oh. Aaron, it's your turn. I cannot see what's happened to Thorath, yeah? Yeah, you have no idea. You just heard. I am. Thor. Yeah, can we, did we hear anything? We did because the wind. You have, it, yeah, you can roll a perception much. check with disadvantage, uh, please. Uh, let me see if I heard it. All right, so a twenty-three or a twelve? Okay, you can hear yelling. I will grant that you hear yelling, and you know it's oh, Thoras. You also heard weird alien music. 
based on what Aaron knows, he has no reason not to continue to head towards the center of this area to try and get mm-hmm. towards that. He can't see anything else, so yeah, I, I think he has to just keep going. Okay. Eventually, Sorry, I'm sure I just he's going to get his, his fucking schlong did, out, but for now, he's got to... Did we roll for where the Shadow of the Dwarf landed? There is no shadow. He is goo. He's liquefied. Sorry, oh, no he, was no more, he was more than oh. 10 feet away from you. Oh, he's more... Well, I'm not in the fog. There's no fog around me, right? No, the fog would have gotten blown away from you. Or is you. the fog just everywhere? I don't I mean, know. The, the fog is omnipresent across the entire battlefield. But that wind would oh, have blown it away, but he was still inside of the fog, so no joy. Can I... Okay, okay. So I use my action here to, to mm-hmm. sort of... Were you s- sneaking? Yeah. Um, okay. Can I see any of this now? At the end of my turn? Uh, you Not can see vague shapes in the shadow. You have 15 feet of vision, so you can just kind of see hulking shapes but you can't quite make everything out you can see the harp however okay nice all right well that's it yeah you can't do my tails he's kind of none the wiser he's still i mean Mm. i do have to roll stealth for this pass without trace yeah you do now you've moved 15 oh you moved double yeah i I took my action to to well you you have like 10 more feet of movement i think depending on where you started you were you were here right i was here oh yeah that's a full 30 yep please roll a stealth check with advantage, because you're just at the edge of the pass of that trace. Tits. Oh, wait, plus 10, plus 10, plus 10. Plus 10. Mm-hmm. And the fog gives you advantage, so 21. You're fine. You're completely nice. fine. Fuck, I don't, I don't know. I don't see why GMs hate this so much. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I know, it's weird. Uh, just the strangest, that's strangest it. thing. Aaron has spent his, both his turns just fucking slapping his way across the clearing towards the fucking heart. Oh god! Could be good, could be bad. The wild yeah, hunt sounds... again. The wild hunt. <laughs> the riders come with hue and cry. Will you join or hide or die? <laughs> oh no! Is this the level fifty? Oh. Yes. Does the hunt oh. just show up. You know what's great though? I for some reason I already had these guys on the battlefield just hidden up here at the top. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's mad. No. Oh. What a coincidence! I think maybe oh. I was like. One of the things that you guys might do would be to bring them in, but oh well. Uh, a headless horseman appears at the very top. A Dullahan. Uh, he's holding his own head in his hand. Oh. He's merged with the body of the horse. They are one and the same. Uh, the lan- eerie light emanates from the eyes and a mad cackle as a swarm of howling hunting spirits emerges from the north. I'm a fellow hunter. It's fine. We, we, we both hunt in our own ways. Friend. Comrade, <laughs> brother. All right, I'm just gonna roll. I'm gonna roll the Dulahan in, and what happens after that, we will see. All right, yeah, that's my turn anyway. All right, that's your turn. We have two acts of God remaining. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dryad kills a sprite down here. Shadowfay Hunter shoots a sprite over here. Uh, they kill one of the Shadowfays is killed, the Boggle is killed, and this Redcap is killed in the fight. Sprite dies. And this sprite dies, and this floating storm spirit right here also dies. And all of them are a little bit far away. Honestly, Josh, it was a good plan. It simply hasn't worked, though. 
It's not it's your fault. It's not your I will, fault. I will rely oh, on the others. Been this whole it is a fun plan, though. Tits out fucked over. <laughs> like, really every single act happen. of God has either helped somebody who's not you or particularly screwed you. Yep. I mean, if I die, you can take my shadow. Thank you. And I shall. I shall. <laughs> I shall bust through my cage with your biceps like a fucking shad. Can you imagine just being locked in a chicken sized cage as a Thor has? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lysha, it's your turn. Okay, um, so this like is this this harp in the middle? Is it like raised at all, or is this just like a clear sitting in an open clearing? Okay, where is the bonfire again? It's not a bonfire so much as it's glowing. Uh, it's in the, actually it's in the middle of the fairy circle. We'll call it a bonfire. Let me clear the wild hunt out of here. It's right here. Sorry, I should actually point. It's over here. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to grab a drink quickly. <sighs> Let's see. So Lysha doesn't know that Thoras has kind of launched himself in there either, so probably wouldn't be... I mean, any, you would have like, known that was the plan. He made that plan clear from the outset, I think. Okay. Actually, clear is the wrong word. He was not super clear on that. Like Correct. <laughs> um so in that case I think I, okay sorry I had to like All right, I don't know if this can or not, but okay. Did we establish if like the fog around where Thoras and and uh, Alan R got kind of cleared away by this? It did, but there's still lots of fog between you and that point. But there's still lots of fog between me and that point. Yeah, like this area. That's legit. That's legit. In that case, I think I'm just gonna be boring and keep stealthing forward all right where are you headed towards alan because i again thoras jumped in but surely he is not so dumb as to just whole sentences that begin with surely he's not that dumb are probably wrong when it comes to thoras right all right i'm trying to like measure my distance again and it's just moving me what have i done wrong here Oh, I, it looks like you're pinging. So you're you're clicking and holding. So click once on your token to like select it. Mm-hmm. Then click and then click and drag and hold because it just looks like you're clicking over and over rather than dragging. Okay, but when I drag, the, it just moves me. Okay, well. Oh well. I'm gonna blame demons. It's stupid. It's fine. I'm stupid. I'm sure it's not. Whatever. You, where okay. do you want to end up? So if I. And probably near, because I'm stealthing. Mm-hmm. You know what, though? At this point, like, I think it's not super helpful to remain all that stealthy. Though it maybe would F Aaron over at this, if I don't, I, can, I don't know. Because Aaron, I, had Aaron expressed that he was going for the harp? to the rest of us or was that like an internal decision i mean yeah he probably did say it 
Okay. But I, you, you can you can drop this. That's fine. We'll just sort of see what happens. I mean. Okay. I think. I'm still uh, sneaking. I still have. I just don't get plus ten anymore. That's all. All right. I mean, I think rather than just try and be stealthy, maybe she'd move but keep up pass without a trace. Mm -hmm. If you are not then, attempting to stealth, then people have a good chance of just noticing you. Thoras, um, actually... What if I turned into a giant eagle? Would I be able to talk to other birds while I'm a bird? Yes. <laughs> that was an escalation. Yeah. Uh, I'm, in I'm interested, though. I'm, you have my attention here. All right, I'm going to turn into a giant eagle. <laughs> but doesn't that break concentration on Pass Without a Trace? Oh, yeah, Pass Without a Trace is over now. Oh, I guess I'm out here just hanging like a... Well, you said shreddy. it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Um, so you can get rid of my aura. I'm a giant eagle. Yep. better pay off i swear you are now a giant eagle is it an action to turn into a giant eagle because i believe you are a circle so. of the yeah you're a circle of the land so yes, I am. your action you turn into a giant eagle you have movement left lots of giant eagle movement hey Wait, well uh, it doesn't break concentration apparently uh more but, more importantly lycia there are very strong winds right now as a giant eagle you will not be able to fly you could walk awkwardly oh, though son of a bitch <laughs> yeah have you seen how eagles Wait, walk? Is it true that Awkwardly. it doesn't break concentration though? I believe so. The yeah, it does not break concentration. What happens is you later on can cast spells in beast form. New but, plan. New plan. Giant eagle gone. Before I became a giant eagle. Uh or okay. comes back. so in that case, um as such an I think fan. it's not an action to drop you that's so kind of you i take that as a compliment surely you mean that in a nice way I did, I did, um, yes. <laughs> it's not an is it an action to drop my concentration on a spell no nope, right you just stop concentrating um, so i would just stop concentrating on pass without a trace and instead i will cast warding wind Ooh. okay what's that do drop it in chat all right strong wind blows with you it deafens you and other creatures extend hedges out fog and it creates difficult terrain for everyone except you. Okay. It's so, a 10-foot radius around me, mm -hmm. and it moves with me. Kind of um, cool. And it basically creates like a... I'm, I'm assuming that it's like a ball of wind moving around me. So if I try yeah, to Yeah, like Aang. Like Aang, you know. Right. <laughs> so if I became an eagle and tried to fly inside my ball of wind... Oh, my fucking <laughs> God, dude. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now I can it's fly. so cool. You literally look like Avatar, like Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that was your action to cast that spell. That was my action to cast that spell. So mm -hmm. for now, uh, actually, I would be then truck saucy with that. Uh, Do you want to move? What thirty feet? You're a wood elf. Uh, 30, I think you I move at thirty-five. 35 yeah. Feet. So is that like what here? Is that right? Yeah. And wherever you go, there's no uh, fog. However, wherever you go, if you are in this territory right now, for Aaron to leave, Aaron can't hear anything. And his first few movements will be difficult terrain because anything inside your sphere oh, is difficult terrain. Right. I'm not trying to make yeah. life harder for Aaron. And I would know that oh, really? in advance. Yeah. Right? So, um, the wind is so strong. It's, you know. I'm gonna get so I would try and end probably more like here. Cool. 
you're an eagle now, yes? No. Not yet, no. Not yet, I'm still yet. a humanoid until yet, probably my next action. turn, because I have to stay mm. concentrating on this. I need to use my action to become an eagle. That's mental. All right. All right. The two swole elves are going to ask the mistress what they should do. And upon her instructions, one of them will move forward and place its massive hands on Thoras's massive shoulders. Mm-hmm. And the other one will crouch down, use its fingers to just pull apart his legs no! so the cage drops. Uh, Thoras... I will allow you to roll a check, but you are not consciously resisting. You're just incredibly, you know, muscular. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to keep trying to... Well, I know, I mean, I haven't been told to drop the cage, right? Right. So I'm still going to keep try- to holding the cage, but it's going to be like that that image of little, you know, like the, the, the baby Yoda just looking up, smiling. Like, <laughs> as, as the two giant hands are on me, Forrest is just looking up like, oh. <laughs> right, and I'm just gonna keep trying to hold the cage because that was. Right. I mean, I haven't been told to drop it. No, you're just trying to pull me apart. Roll a athletics check, a flat athletics check, because you're not raging. I, I don't lose um, like sight of my goals. Right, it's not like a complete mind. Correct. Wipe. I still know I'm trying to save Alan. Yes, I got a twenty-three. Fucking hell. You got oh, a natural oh 20. Oh my god, eyes of adamantium, bro. Wow. Let's go. My boy, my boy cannot be spread. <laughs> oh shit. Huh? You're like frozen buffer, mate. <laughs> the mistress grows looking, displeased. Just looking up, smiling. <laughs> uh, you are grappled, by the way. And so are mm. they. Your lustrous quads are grappled. All right. And red caps. More violence. Um, let's see. Lysha, you moved openly, but there are no red caps near you. All right, we're fine there. Alan, it is your turn. You are still between the thighs. Yes, go. So, first of all, Jack, who was trapped by the flying dwarf, is now on alive. the ground in a cover in a puddle of liquefied dwarf. Alive. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna hope that he's alive. I'm not gonna do anything mm-hmm. that would help. Kind of like WD forty, you know, it'll be it'll be all right. <laughs> I am gonna peck at Thoras's inner thighs in an attempt to draw blood because I know that he's charmed. Okay. Oh. Roll one d twenty plus one. It's happened. Alan kisses Thoras's inner thighs. The fan fiction is real. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, it's only an eight. Oh, that's not a peck, 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 peck. What is it? He has to be. He has to beat my AC. Yes, your armor class. Yeah, Yeah. fucking hell. Yeah, good luck. What is your armor class? Like fifteen. Yeah, that would be an extremely good roll. Not even particularly high armor class. The only other thing I can do is try and summon Jack towards me. So that's all I'll do. I'll okay. just peck at Thoris's inner thigh and, and scream in chicken. To, okay. Yeah, scream in chicken. Uh, you you know what? No, more no I think logically, um, I am going to give you advantage on this attack because he's in a very vulnerable position. And, and <laughs> frankly, you're in a vulnerable spot for him. You know? Okay, well, here we go. Here's the other roll. Oh, it was on the attack. 
I, you know, I cast it out into the universe just to see what would come back. And yep. sometimes it doesn't work out the way you planned. The chicken god bestows upon me a magical Did pack. Alan's beak take damage? Whim of the waves. An omen of Liban appears. Roll a die. Liban! Even <gasps> is bane, odd is boon. Uh, as our resident person who's been touched by Liban, I am going to have Lysha roll any die, as long as it's a normal die. How do I roll it again? <laughs> Slash R space 1d4. It's been like a year, chat. Two. Okay. A good omen. Uh, someone in the party, and this is not coming from you. I am going to point this out right now. This is not coming from you. Someone in the party can heal 2d4 plus 2 damage. Mm. I think the only person who's hurt is Bren right, right. now. Right? Mm -hmm. Cool. So I didn't heal anybody, Liban. Yes, which is why it actually works. Uh, Thoris, go ahead and heal four health. Am I awful. delusional enough to think like, I did it! No. I, did it. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be, you can be. No. All right. We have one more act of God in the tank. A rank 20 act of God coming up. All right. That was Alan O'Dale. The goblin is sleeping. I think Even is actually buying. Is that what it says on the card? Because my spreadsheet says odd is evil, even is good. And I've already banished the card, so I'm going to well, go. My, my slightly OCD brain actually thinks the same. I actually hate odd numbers. And, this, <laughs> and I like even numbers. I feel like odd numbers the are same. evil to me. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm going with my, my secret act of God spreadsheet on this one. All right. Evil insectoid. Dude. Wow. This is. The only target he can see right now is, is the avatar. And all of his, <laughs> most of his attacks are based on sound. So what the hell does he do? And are, are you immune to ranged attacks? Uh, ranged weapon disadvantage. attacks disadvantage. have disadvantage. Uh. If it's magical, I don't think it's affected. Oh my god, and you're an elf too. This is terrible. I am an elf. I'm also immune to charm, disease, frightened, poisoned. What the hell? And that's it. All right. Well, he's that's just, it, by the way. he's yeah. going to sneak up like he's so clever and shoot his short bow at you. Does a 13 hit you? No. All right. My and armor it, class is a 14. And a sleep poison wouldn't have done anything anyway. So he shoots at you like he's incredibly clever. And then he goes, Oh, okay. Uh, Thoras, it is your turn. You are charmed. You. Do I get. Go ahead. Can I, can I try and break out now? No. You do not get a say. Oh. Um, uh. You, here's what happens. You can't attack the charmer or target the charmer with harmful abilities or magical effects. And the person who charmed you has advantage on charisma-based checks that she makes against you. And furthermore, she can send commands, but otherwise you're able to just keep... You defend and preserve yourself to the best of your ability. Okay. Act as you will. And if I enter a rage, it makes me immune to charms. <laughs> <laughs> it? 
Is that what it because does? Because of mindless rage, you cannot be charmed or like, frightened while raging. <laughs> well, so I mean, I'm these guys. Baby Yoda esque, looking up, looking down, <laughs> looking here. Just fucking screaming in my rage, if you'll allow it, with my diamond thighs. I want to just squeeze the shit out of the cage to try and pop it open at the same time in just a, a single act of glory as I'm planning to just decimate everything in my surrounding area. And this is how Alan died. Yeah, this is how okay. I You're safe, you're Wait. safe. He's no. protected yeah, from the unseely fae. Ah, oh, yeah, Seely doesn't count then, You're I guess. Roll an athletics check. Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm popping rage, and I get advantage on athletics because I'm yep. in rage, correct? Yep, yep, give me an athletics check with advantage. Oh my 10, God. 26. Roll, do you have an unarmed attack on your character sheet? Uh, yes, I do. Roll that, please. Damage? Yes. Okay. Plus two, because you're in a rage. Uh -huh. the, the cage cracks between the force of his nutcracker thighs. Just crunches. I'm going to get turned into nuggies. The chicken <laughs> is snapped in two. It had two hit points. The chicken is just absolutely, there's a splash of blood and feathers. <laughs> And in accordance with the rules of the polymorph spell, a very purple-faced Alan O'Dale appears between oh. Thoris's thighs. You take a total of five points of damage because there are two points of damage on the chicken and the rest is overflow onto you. Alan O'Dale is back. Oh, oh my god. Shit. I forgot that you could kill someone else. By the Thoris. bounty of a Goliath's thighs. <laughs> Time you were born by your mother. He basically just gave birth to you. Yeah, you know that, right? <laughs> blood and everything. You're probably covered in chicken blood and feathers. Oh my god. I don't get to attack this turn, do I? Well, raging was a bonus action. Crushing the chicken was incidental. Okay, so I do get to attack? Yeah, you can attack. That's fine. You, okay. are, gra you are grappled, by the way. Oh. I should probably... Do I have to roll to break three of this? So the grappled condition does the following. Your speed is zero. And that's all. Yep. Oh, okay. Who's grappling me? Both of them. Yeah, both of them are grappling you. Okay. Um, hmm. I have a lot of things I can do here. You're in um, your element now. Yeah, this is where I start to shine. Okay, so the guy in front of me, I'm going to lock eyes, axe in hand. I'm going to go... <clears throat> Mark of the Hunter's Mark, whatever the hell it's called, on okay. you. <laughs> you are first to die. Okay. Um, I'm also going to enact, uh, what is it called? Reckless attack. When you make your mm -hmm. first attack on a turn, you can decide to attack recklessly, giving you advantage on melee attack rolls using strength this turn. Um, but attacks against you have advantage until your next turn. Mm -hmm. But that last part is cancelled out because of my axe called Habrian, which... Allows me when I use the reckless attack feature to nominate one creature I can see, and that creature does not gain advantage against you from that feature until the start of my next turn. So it cancels it out for one turn, I think, on him. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, okay. So I get advantage on the first attack. It's been a while. Totally fine. I just wow. Josh is really advantage. into things here. Owen is actually 
in close quarters. Welcome back to being alive, Alan. Alan now has Alan now has many tools to get the fuck out. I built my entire character to get out of situations like this. Okay, uh, those are my rolls to hit the first one. The, all right, so with advantage, a twelve or a nineteen. The nineteen is absolutely a hit. Roll for damage as you hit the Swolfe. Okay, Swolfe. It's plus two, I think. Yep, so... and plus an additional D six. Oh, because of Hunter's Mark. Ah, so that's twelve points of damage with your first attack. You're a high level barbarian. You can make a second attack, which does not get advantage. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm just reading up on frenzy attack. I don't get that because I've already used my bonus to correct. Rage. Correct. Um. Okay, so here's the second one. I don't get advantage on this. But you rolled a That's twenty-eight, nasty. so you yeah, know twenty-eight is gonna hit. That's Roll nasty. damage. And Plus. here's the damage. And I think Hunter's Mark only procs once go. per round. Okay. Oh nope, That's... just whenever you hit it. Oh, so, so roll an additional plus two is fifteen plus an plus additional d six. Pretty good. Plus a four. You deal nineteen points of 19. damage with that blow of your axe. He is a big, thick boy. He is not bloodied yet, but you've dealt him a serious blow. Now, I believe that calls your turn to an end. Am I correct? Yeah. All right. Well, it's also going to call our axe of God to an end. We... <laughs> A drop of wisdom, a moment of brilliance, perfection of the craft. What the hell does that do? <laughs> it's the wealth one. Oh. Is it, yeah, it's just a low, it's the same one, but like a lower, it's the same icon anyway, right? Yes. A lower yeah. card. Yes. I don't need money right now. Okay, well, um, because you've just used your turn, I am not going to give this benefit to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give this benefit to the whole party who must vote. You get one natural 20. Oh. And we give it to someone? You choose when it gets used. Wow. The party the must vote. Reason. Oh, as a party, we have to agree? Like, mm -hmm. we have to come to a party consensus on it getting used? And you may use it whenever you'd like. Okay. Okay. I um, get an extra attack if I roll in that if I roll in that twenty to hit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Uh, seeing that you are now unleashed and starting to chop people up, the enchantress Galanta, her concentration broken, is going to back the hell away from the raging barbarian. <laughs> into this bush and as she goes she calls out some words of encouragement to the guys who are grabbing the barbarian giving <laughs> a bonus on his next attack did i frighten did i frighten her do you have an ability My intimidating presence how does that work again uh, it. I mean, it shouldn't. I was just wondering if she was scared about my. Hey, where did my, she go? Sorry, the uh, she moved off. About sort your of in... diamond thighs. Yeah. Or also the preamble of me saying I'm going to kill everything in my path as I head oh, to the yeah, underworld. Like that's quite. Cool. That's quite the statement. It is to come it, out of somebody's mouth. It was. Oh, that's cute. Until you kill the chicken with your bare thighs. <laughs> <laughs> but what the intimidating the... presence is. It's an action, so I wouldn't be able okay. to do it. But yeah. It's, yeah. What is the attitude of the dollar hand, by the way? Like, can can we 
discern whether it is coming for us specifically or is it or is it simply here to kill things roll an arcana check Aaron oh God, I really noted scholar That's not a serious <laughs> one. eight is this the hunt it's the wild yeah. hunt yes yeah. yeah uh you have no idea all you know is that I basically played the sound effect from the I original worse check than Aaron a seven <laughs> Awesome. You're just a little distracted. Uh, you heard mad, maniacal, cackling laughter. So that's that's your your current. Seems really bad. Mm-hmm. I can't hear anything. Uh, oh, yeah, yes, you can't the, hear anything. You're in the uh, also, when the wild hunt shows up, the coven of hags, uh, they're going to dip. <laughs> they're leaving. Fuck. Uh, the blood hag immediately turns herself invisible. The green hag, can she do that? If not, she's going to start cussing out her sister. <laughs> uh, yep, she turns invisible. All She s- just s- swears. And the other hag, who you cannot see very well, can't turn invisible and starts cussing and screaming at her sisters about leaving her to die and just starts hobbling off towards the edge of the wood. <laughs> As the hags just give it a strong nope. And honestly, Galanta would have heard the wild hunt coming, so she's actually going to go this way instead, to the south, away from them. The quicklings, who move incredibly fast, as soon as the wild hunt appears, run. They just scamper off the battlefield at an incredible speed. The Dullahan... is going to charge at the Yef Hound. Oh my god. And it is going to attack with its spine whip twice. Ooh. An 11 and a 15. The 15 hits for 25 points of damage. That's oh, what? And the whole... <laughs> Only if you fail this, I'd fuck that. I'm not flying that shit. That that is. <laughs> oh my nasty. god! And the Hound falls over, bellowing in unearthly agony. A horrible, haunting sound that echoes throughout, above the sound of the wind itself. Oh. Ah! <laughs> the Dullahan laughs, and its swarms of of creepy spirits are just going to start eating some of the local fey. Just you know, nom 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 nom. Descending upon them. All right. So that's him. Hi. Welcome to him. <laughs> There's another battle happening over here where these crow, the Malfus crow warriors are being torn apart by sprites. They're killing a lot of them as they go, but they are, it's a, it's a back and forth battle. I'm just going to cut the, a bunch of health back here. Uh, I would say it's adding to the, the din and the fray, but, you know, wind. The shadow, the Shadarkai being beset by the wild hunt are going to jump into a nearby shadow, drop into it as if it was a pool, a deep pool of water, pop out 30 feet away or so, and scamper. Uh, the F-Hound is in pain. And it is going to... Nope, that ability won't work. Uh, that ability won't work. That ability won't work. It's just going to bite. 
Wow, that's a really good roll. I don't know why it has it. Oh, I know why it has advantage. So it's chewing on the Dolahan's hooves. It's attacking it with its spine, which is a whip. It's just generally bad. The Darkling, this one screams and gets eaten. The rest of them all scatter into the nights. The, the party seems to be coming to a rapid close. Aaron, it is your turn. What would you like to do? I am just... <laughs> hmm. Can I see this shit? Yes. Yes, the wind was uh, blew away that area, so you can kind of get a vague idea of what's going on. You still have disadvantage to hit anybody there until you get closer, but you can see something of what's going on. Right, yeah. I think Aaron has forgotten all about the trinket right now. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he sees Thoras is getting sandwiched in between two hunky uh, elves. <laughs> uh, so he will use his move to... Uh, Engage this one here, I think. Uh, he'll pop his wings as a bonus action as well. So, Okay. Wings are active. Radiant soul. You use your bonus action, and you can deal damage equal to your level, which is plus 10 for a minute. Yeah. That's, I, have yeah. To, I have to do this, though, in order yeah. to do this the way I want to, but that's fine. Oh, my God. Okay, so radiant soul, action surge. I have to do action surge because I, for some reason, I pop wings as an action. It's not a bonus action to do that. That's I have weird. to use an action. Mm. Uh, and if I Just... want to actually attack, then yeah, I have to use action surge. So. Okay, so you pop wings as an action. You action surge so you can take an additional action, which lets you attack twice. Yeah, well, I attack twice with the normal attack action. Right. Yeah, but otherwise I wouldn't be able to attack, I guess. Uh, yeah, I right. guess we're, we're, <laughs> I guess we're going to Funky Town. How does this... Do we decide who gets this down 20? We haven't. All right, how we... And it doesn't have to be, well, used immediately either. But do you need it right now? Well, I can take this guy to Funky Town if I... <laughs> Does anybody have I'm a just better saying, plan like... for it? I vote as Funky Town. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mind where it goes. All right. Give uh, a so... new one. Yeah, if I get in that 20 here, um, I'm going to use Great Weapon Master, which basically means I take a minus five to hit, uh, mm. but then add 10 damage. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh. So I have plus 20 damage now so because of my So the damage so. is only doubled on the dice. It's not doubled on the modifiers. Uh, what, why is damage doubled? On a critical hit. So when you get a critical oh, hit, sure. you double yeah. your dice, but you don't double your modifiers. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, That's fine. So yeah, still... I still get plus 10 to, to hit. Um, okay. I'm oh, sorry. I still get plus 10 damage. Plus another 10 because I'm in Radiant Soul, so... Jesus. Okay, so it is plus... Okay, so roll your weapon damage as you just walk up and overhead this guy with a glimmering sword of the heavens. Literally of the heavens. Oh. 2d6. Plus 6. Should be 4d6 plus like 26, I think. 46 plus 26. Yeah. That is a ridiculous damage. Dance school, kids. This is why you need math. Plus, uh, plus oh, no, no. You multiplied. The multiplier was out. All right. Hold on. Uh, here's how we're going to do this. Just roll two more d6. Uh, and I'll explain why. Because of PEMDAS, you multiplied the, the bonus damage, which it wouldn't have multiplied. So, oh, I got you, got you. Right. So you got two sixes, which is 12. You got 18 damage plus the 6 damage from the normal attack, which is 24, plus 20 more damage is 44 points of damage. As you just absolutely 
chunk this guy. And because I hit a crit, I get another attack. Yeah. But I already get a second. I get three attacks, basically. <laughs> so roll your roll your free attack first. Okay. Just roll a normal attack. An 18 to hit for 16 damage. 16 damage. This and guy's going to die. I get one more. And... He rolled oh another crit. Well, I crit on a 19 or 20, you see. So. That's absurd. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you get another you get attack? More? That's it. Three attacks. You don't get I the... Know, I, can't, I can't get an they extra don't chain? attack from that. Just keep yeah. chaining it one okay. after yeah, no. the other. Okay. Um, Wowie. <laughs> All right. So, with your first attack, you just... Slash across the swole dude, and he grunts, releases Thoras, and falls to one knee. With your second attack, you bring it square down on his shoulders, lop off his head, and it rolls off into the distance. Your oh my god. With your third attack, you have the momentum to charge the other guy. <laughs> Works for me. As you barrel towards him, inflicting 30... No, no, no. 28, because that great weapon mastery sticks around. Like, if you're, if you're doing that big chungus thing, it sticks around. So, mm-hmm. 28, 30... No, no, no. Yeah, 28. 38 points of damage with that hit. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Good lord. Funky Town was not a bad idea. <laughs> um, yeah. Funky Town looked pretty great. Okay. <laughs> Got him. That is it for Aaron. Be sneaking around, that's for sure. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. All right. Uh, more of the shadow fey, more of the fey of the court are just fleeing as the wild hunt shows up and their queen is not among them. Nobody wants any of this. Lysha, it's your turn. I'm, I'm just trying to get us out of here quickly. I'm trying to extricate Thoras from this. <laughs> Little, little scuffle. I mean, Thoras is in a rage. Oh, fuck me. This dollar hand is going to be a problem there. <laughs> uh, that only works for me. Like I'm, I don't know why. I'm just very afraid. Of... <laughs> so, we're trying to get out of here now, right? Yes. Uh, objective one, the chicken. No longer a chicken. Make sure you don't leave the relic behind. Objective two, bonus objective, the harp. Don't know if Lysha cares about that at With all. With all the gold as well that is in this bag of holding. I yeah, it is the entire bag of holding. Aaron, bag which is of why holding. when he saw Alan, he just charged in trying to get him out. So when Alan um, turned back into Alan, he has the bag of holding on him. He has all of his gear on him. The only thing he doesn't have on him is the small black bag with the wind inside, which is your relic. Because that was just in the cage with him. It was in the cage with him. So it's either... Uh, crammed up against you and stuck to you by the the sweat glistening off of Thoras's chiseled thighs, or it's on the ground somewhere. Okay. Well, in that case, um, my original plan to turn into an eagle seems kind of moot now because he's not a burb anymore. You can still grab somebody if you're an eagle. (laughs) Totally. Totally can. However, this seems more fun. So... I'm going to... Lysha would, uh, seeing kind of what's happening, or some of what's happening, there's fog. Mm -hmm. I guess still move in that direction. So I guess I can move, but... mm, 20-ish, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. To be in the... Can you give me... Actually, before I move, 
Um, can you give me a 60-foot cube? <laughs> Why? And you can get rid of my aura. It's a big cube. That is that is a large cube. Ashley's just throwing literal shapes. <laughs> uh, 60 foot. It's a 60 foot diameter cube. Please say uh, diameter. I'm... It says no. Uh, hang on. Uh, 60, uh, 60 foot. It just says 60 foot. Yeah, cube it has to be the, the sides are so 60 it's like, feet. Yeah, it's okay. one. Okay. Feet. Feet. Yeah, the sides are 60 feet. Okay, that's fine. I can work with that. I was going to be a, a sad. I guess they wouldn't do radius on a cube. That wouldn't make any sense. But I, at this hour, wouldn't have questioned it. All right. Uh, 15. One, let's see. Do, 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 do. That's a 25 foot. 30, 35, 40, 45. Crap. <laughs> um, uh, what are you doing with that cube? Is that a 60 foot? <laughs> I was going to say. No, yeah. I think you need yeah, one more. I think you need a little bit more cube. Uh, you know, I think it's probably big enough, actually. You, yeah, you need a little more cube. Here's your cube. What do you plan to do with this cube? <laughs> okay, so I'd it's like to put cube. this cube kind of like so that it covers the th- throne area and the harp area if I can. Yup, with 60 feet of cube, yes. That is a thing you can do. <laughs> How does this look? Oh, is this perfect cube for a fucking... Pretty good. I think the harp can be a little closer to the edge. Let's move the cube a little closer towards the tree line up with the... Towards the north? Up, up towards the north where the wild hunt Tell me came. when to stop. Boop. One more. That's good. Okay. Cube deployed. Let's move it left one. Left by one. Cube deployed. Great. You are now in the cube. We're in the cube. I would like to cast Wrath of Nature. Oh, this is, yeah, this is a good spell. Wrath of Nature. What does this do? Wrath of Nature. You call oh, upon I the spirits. I a deck save. That was not what I was trying to do. At it it, all. it rolled as an attack. You call upon the spirits of nature to rouse them against your enemies. The the spirits cause trees, rocks, and grasses in a sixty foot cube centered on that point to become animated. So you've cast it. Uh, the start of your turn effect doesn't go off, but on the end of your turn, one creature of your choice will become restrained, and as a bonus action, you can throw a rock at somebody in the cube. <laughs> do a whole bunch of things. Oh. And the whole cube Basically, is... Basically, nature to our defense. And the whole cube is difficult terrain to her enemies, but not to her allies. God, enter the nice. That's kind of... That's kind of lit, TVH, yeah. All right, it's so... Garvin ultimate, yeah. I have called nature to defend us. You've used oh. your action. You can um, use your bonus action to yeet a rock at somebody if you'd like. Yes, I would like to yeet a rock at... Is that thuggish guy that just got he looks pretty hurt right the one that aaron just like wrecked the second one yeah he's not bloodied but he got chunked he got chunked let's eat a rock at him because he's still trying to grapple thoras right mm-hmm. <laughs> make a ranged spell attack so 1d20 plus your proficiency if you have a ranged spell attack on there great otherwise it's 1d20 plus proficiency plus wisdom i don't you should be able to just do a ranged you feel like magic missile or something like that what are you uh do I have Druid. a little strike laser, hair uh, removal laser, whatever? Ice knife work? Here. Uh, ice knife should work. No, ice knife. Uh, you rolled a 19. Yeah, yeah, so that'll hit. And on Wrath of Nature, that is 
the Flying Rock of Destiny does 3d8 bludgeoning. Oh roll roll 3d8 God. bludgeoning. Okay. Roll 3-8. And he blew his save, so you knocked him on his ass. And you rolled very good damage. 19. A chunk of the stone circle the harp is in the center of just rips itself up, clonks him in the head, and he goes falling over backwards. Nice. He is now prone. Oh, he's not grappling me anymore. He's no longer grappling you, and he's prone. Do you want to move it, Elisha, or are you good? Um, I think she would kind of try and move, not even thinking of the harp. She'd mm-hmm. probably move to stand by it, though, to right. kind of, like, be away from the centered. She can shoot things at the enemies. Does, does Lysha care about the harp? No. This is coincidental. I'm kind of, like, you know, picturing her, like, centering herself to square herself up to her enemies, but keeping her distance still. And at this point, she's not hidden anymore, but she's well right, so you literally you literally turn to face him and more like, yeah, I'll fucking throw a rock right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is now the Shadowfay Guardian's turn. He rises back to his feet and just got absolutely hammered on by a dude with wings and a glowing sword. And he does not take kindly to such things. He attacks you twice with his pike. A nine and a critical hit. And the crit is going to cost you 40 points of damage. <laughs> As he just shish kebabs you right through that nice sky sky plate steel armor. Oh my Oof. god! Well, that's unfortunate. I will um, will reduce his damage by three. Yep. Is it piercing? It is piercing. Yeah. Well, I think I can. Uh, yeah, I reduce it by three. So Sweet. I take thirty-seven. Yes. Uh, he is then going to use a bonus action to cast Misty Step. To pop out of the mist and next to the shadow Ch- enchantress Galanta. Oh, you have fucked up. <laughs> oh no! Mm-hmm. Oh, oh Alan no! Is ready to bring some fucking pain now that he's back in this human form. You oh, take your go, red caps. I'm ready to fucking cause some chaos. <laughs> They're just in the middle of a fight with the satyrs and such, and they're essentially out of the go. And it is Alan O'Dale's non-chicken turn. I want to explain that I'm usually a coward, Joe. And so before Eren came and slaughtered one of these these guardians, Mm -hmm. I was 100% planning on just dimension-dooring me and Thoros out of there. Uh, only fleeing was on my mind and yet as soon as i realized that these things that we've that we've actually got the advantage in the fight my cruel streak comes out and suddenly i'm like no these motherfuckers turn me into a chicken i'm gonna barbecue these sons of bitches and so i'm gonna cast (laughs) i'm casting synaptic static on this like area where the enchantress and the and the big okay big beast are (laughs) i'm taking the fight to them and then I'll hide behind my two beefy friends if it goes wrong. <laughs> right. Uh, you choose a point and psychic energy explodes across the brains of every single sentient creature in the area. Roll 8d6. Oh my god. 36. That's such a high roll. 36. That's not bad. Alright, well let's roll an intelligence check for Swole Boy. 
You got an eight. Oh, you are a dumb fuck. You are a dumb Wait, fuck. Wait, did Lysha choose... Did, sorry, did Lysha choose a creature to be grappled by her force of nature? Oh, thing? she did not. She did not. Of her turn? Um, Would you have picked wait, the Shadow Elf? What is this thing? He, which thing? There's a Yeth Hound, which is a evil fey dog that's just getting mm-hmm. absolutely wrecked by the Wild Hunt. And there's the Headless Horseman of the Wild Hunt who is doing the wrecking. Oh, I really don't want to say this because I really love what Alan's doing, but she probably would have picked the guy that she attacked. Who, well, no, he was prone, right? He was already on the ground. He was prone. Um, so probably the hound, I guess. Okay. Uh, not wanting to necessarily anger the wild hunt. Okay. Yeah, if he was prone, probably the hound. It's a pity. So what, what attack did he use on the swallow elf, Josh? Uh, on this guy, I used synaptic static. Oh, it just one, yeah. blows up people's brains. It's my only are damaging the, spell. But a hag still invisible near him. What's the area of effect on that? Twenty feet, I believe. Oh, and where did you target it? I targeted it essentially on where the big old elf is, because I think the enchantress is in the rough area, right? So Mm -hmm. I don't know where the invisible people are. I'm not going to say that I targeted them in some kind of you know crazy manner. I'm just okay. No, they they are just they're just clear of it. Uh, Roots and vines, strength save. He, I didn't mean to ring. Whatever, he felt he's grappled. All right, he is grappled. And Galanta, the Shadow Fae Enchantress, is going to roll her. Yeah, she doesn't have any counter spells, so she's going to roll her int save. Which she also failed. The 14 fails, right? Oh, um, I don't know. Your spell save DC should be pretty high. Check on your spells page. Uh, oh, uh, 17. Yeah, oh, she, wow. yeah, she failed. And they each have a debuff now uh, because of the synaptic static. Yes. The target has muddled thoughts for one minute. They roll a D6 and subtract that number from all attack rolls, ability checks, con saves. Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. And Alika, who's been here the entire time, and has been a very important participant the, the every step of the way. We'd never forget all like that. Don't worry. Is going to shoot at Swole Dude. <laughs> Take that! And she hits him. And she attacks twice. Wow. I'm participating! And she kills him after your synaptic <laughs> static goes what through. The fuck? I'm wild. a hero! <laughs> Okay, robbing me of the glory, but I get a sick sense of satisfaction from that. All right, do you <sighs> want to use a bonus Bardica action? Is cracked. Do you want to use a bonus action to dispense a bardic inspiration to someone in the party? Mm, no, there isn't anyone that deserves it at the moment. Understand why the next I time. might deserve it. <laughs> That's noted, but not <laughs> in consideration. <laughs> At this point, with most of the immediate threats gone, the idea is to escape, isn't it? Yes. Well, if you're not raging, yeah. Well, I, that's, what I'm, uh, that's the point I was about to make, was that I think, law-wise, Thoras would probably be inclined to join the hunt and whatever that entails. Mm-hmm. And we may, better hunt maybe, for a fucking way out of here. That's what I mean. Well, maybe <laughs> it fades away to you guys escaping and Thoras prancing into the background as he cleaves through... <laughs> 
different bits and pieces of Fae. If Thoras is willing hunt. to join the wild hunt, I accept this ending. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Thoras would be willing. In a, in a mm -hmm. rage state, he's not making clear decisions. He just wants to kill. He just... <sighs> He but would absolutely be joining the hunt. That's the only thing on his mind right now is killing more than trying to kill the wild hunt. That sounds like a problem for another adventure. Yeah, that's that's not Thoris's <laughs> problem. I mean, that's literally this isn't. This Whoa! Literally... I stepped away for a half a second. What just happened? Thoris is going to join the wild hunt. Bren proposes the following ending to this situation: Thoris joins the wild hunt, rides down a whole bunch of unseelie fey. The rest of the party flees and escapes. While Thoras just goes on a butchering spree, caught up in the hunt. I dig it. He's in a rage. Does everybody I, accept uh, this ending? I'm okay with it. I can tell you that my original idea was that I have a teleport sigil that goes out to uh, Artelane's island. Takes a so minute to cast. Would... Takes ten minutes to cast, I believe. Oh no, one minute. No, you're yeah. right. You're completely right. So yeah, I would be trying to get to a safe location and cast a teleport sigil, either mm -hmm. to Lunasa or Artelane's Island, but yeah, Artelane's Island seems as good as anywhere. I mean, you can still do that. All right. Yeah, that's that's what I would be doing in order How for us to escape. Harp? Can we grab the harp and go? Yeah. Oh, I would fucking be grabbing the harp 100%, yeah. yes. <laughs> okay. So as the horns of the hunt ring out... Thoras goes riding after them, just tearing through the unseelie woods in an odd, dark way, doing his Lady Neve's bidding. The rest of the party, once he's caught up with the wild hunt, you have three choices, join, flee, or die. They opt to flee, escaping with the third relic, all the contents of the bag of holding, and the celestial harp, the starglass harp. And which, where, which circle do you want to do, Artelane's Island or Lunasa? Artelane's Island, I think. And so our adventure today ends right where it began so long ago <laughs> on a mist-shrouded island in the heart of the Siolak. Three heroes stand together, united once again, and the fourth is gone, torn apart, cast away by unearthly powers, his mind perhaps not his own. Again, a familiar situation. Oh, this is a lot of fun, guys. That's where we met you. That's where we originally <laughs> ran into Thoris while he was scaling fucking random mountains and hunting gazelle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's just insatiable. Oh, he's back out to pastures. I don't, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what entails when you join the wild hunt, but it yep. would be within character. Of, I, I mean, at the moment. Agree. No, I completely agree. I think that's yeah. brilliant. What, what does happen? That's what, that's my question. Well, that sounds like a, a story for another time. <laughs> oh, God. So we let me get this reading straight. on the wild hunt. We squabbled over whether we would start a war. We started a war. We got uh -huh. involved. Hands a bit dirty. You fucking flew through the sky and got shish kebobbed immediately. Josh tried to peck, <laughs> peck you in the legs. Didn't work out. We got together, grabbed the fucking port key. And, and and just got out of there. We grabbed the Tribe Wizard Cup and just ended up on the island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and you're fucking and you're off with the wild. Where we now. started. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yep. Hold we my really... hand, Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, That's... we technically last time I was on this island, I had a have we're, we're technically we we furthered our purposes by getting Josh back, but is it worth the price we paid losing our tank? Well, um, warrior. Josh, we'll we'll end on the this. items might be. I don't know about Josh. We'll end on this note. Um, roll an Arcana check, Josh. Mm. 
because Lysha just absolutely beefed it. 18. An 18 on the Arcana check. Okay, so if you join the Wild Hunt, uh, you ride with them for the whole night, killing everything in your path, just cutting things down and killing them. Uh, some are so well-regarded in the hunt or so lost in the hunt that they don't return afterwards. They go with the hunt back to the Fey and slowly become Fey themselves, become Fey hunters. And they would return to the hunting lodges of Cloyan, the old skull of the moon, who lives mm. on the moon. Hmm. So, both a member okay. of the Sealy Court and the Wild Hunt going to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I'm not going to have Thoris. He just fucking Jeff Bezos out of this campaign. That's the <laughs> It depends. Well, I mean, it- yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it depends on the wisdom saving throw, which we will make uh, off off screen for maximum mm. drama. Oh, right. <laughs> I like it. Well, GG team, everybody levels up. You hit level eleven. Oh, yeah, oh, big power spike as well. Big power spike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm down for that. But level six spells, level seven spells. Damn. Yeah. Huge. Uh, How many people are leveling up right now, even though we're still on the show? <laughs> right? Maybe. Uh, uh, I do want to let. What do you? What do you get? Relentless rage. Starting at level the eleventh level, your rage can keep you fighting despite grievous rune, wounds. If you drop to zero hit points while you're raging, you don't die. You make a DC ten Constitution saving throw. If you succeed, you drop to one health instead. Each time you use the feature after the first, the uh, the DC increases by five. When you finish a short or long rest, it resets to ten. Wow, you just won't stay dead. Yeah. Well, I get an extra attack, so I have three now per action. <laughs> oh so six if you you know go ultra mode yeah my power spike appears to happen at level 12 are you sure because i think you just unlocked a new spell level oh you're right i might have a level six yeah spell now. yeah mm-hmm. there's That's some pretty huge there's some good stuff on the level six spell list for bards and for druids as well yeah i'll peruse mine afterwards mm-hmm. uh Oh, yeah. I want to let everybody go. Uh, we went 40 minutes over, which is not not bad given our track record, but I want to let everybody <laughs> go. Uh, it was awesome having you folks at my table again. Tons and tons of fun. I know we had a lot of recap, but other than that, you picked right back up on it. Very fun. Yeah. I, I definitely missed with... playing D&D. Yeah, me too, actually. Me too. Yeah. This was great. Chat came in with 121 subs, kind of, yes. by the way. That's kind of insane. <laughs> Damn. I'm, I'm not even... Crap. I'm not even surprised, but uh, I do appreciate all of you. God, I can create a cult. <laughs> Mass suggestion. I could actually create a fucking mm. cult of Alan O'Dale. <laughs> Where is the line between Josh and Alan? <laughs> it's a long, no, no, no. There's a, there's a, there's a very big line between Josh and Alan. Right? I've, I, if I could talk to my pets, I wouldn't ask them to kill each other for my own benefit. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you that for a fact. I believe him. I believe him. <laughs> D- Alan is just Josh's id, you know? 
yeah. Oh my god. I just love that once again. Aaron sees Thoras in a fight and just forgets everything about his current objective and, and must not get up shot. Must not get up stage. One has death, the other doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Josie. Great DMing, man. It's uh, a pleasure. Yeah, GG, folks. Um, we'll meet again someday, somewhere. Again. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully at some point soon. Sooner oh. than a year. <laughs> I'll hit you guys up. We all, we all have busy lives, we'll but I'll hit you guys work. up to make it work. Uh-huh. All right. Good night, all. Thanks, Chad. Peace. Thanks, Chad. Cheers. The story continues next time on Quest for the Book of Dawn. For more Casters and Castles adventures, watch past episodes at youtube.com slash castersandcastles, or check out our live streams at twitch.tv slash castersandcastles.